When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Cookie Orange. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is what? Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. Thursday. I thought you became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Two in a box. Ready to go. Me be fast and they be slow. Throwback Thursday I wasn't really a big watcher of, but I feel like the theme song was more popular than the actual show. Oh, the show was popular. The show was hugely popular, but I didn't watch it either, to be honest. What year was that spot on the Throwback Thursday? Oh, that was, uh, let me see. Let me see what years it was on. Yeah, you were out getting ass ready? Yeah, I was getting ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm Spot watching because I feel like we were a little too young to care about like a teen cop drama. But you were like, watching different strokes. I feel like my sister was very into Michael DeLuise. So I remember. Peter DeLuise. Sh- I mean, sorry, Peter DeLuise. Wasn't there Michael DeLuise? He had a brother. Um, was very into Peter DeLuise, so would watch the I show. I feel like my grandparents watched that show. I'm not even kidding. So it was like not in my wheelhouse. 
Yeah. At I that mean, time. There were, there were shows our parents watched that we didn't watch. Like, but I remember uh, it, of course. I remember it. So let's see. I remember it being huge for years. And then, of course, they made the movie. 21 Jump Street aired from 1987 to 1991. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we were, we, were, we were a little too young. But I was a little too young. I was 11. Yeah. But I'm saying like 8 to 11 for me. 11 to 14 for you. You were like already thinking about girls and I was a little pumpkin pie haircutted buffoon. Yeah. 1990 I had a girlfriend. Right. So I wasn't like, yo, let's watch 21 Jump it's Street. The 35th anniversary of the debut of uh, 21 Jump Street. Wow. Look at that. 30 well, years ago. The point is 103 episodes. Amber Heard needs to respect it. That's the point. That's really it. Got to respect the Jump Street. Can't be shitting on his career and what he was. And just because you're not now. Yeah, but he did. What'd you do? Can I tell you? you know? Can I tell you one I, of those? That infuriates me. Can I tell you one of those dummy moments? Also gave what did, birth. What did you not know till recently? It also gave birth to the career of a young Richard Grieco. Man, Richard Grieco well, never really in line, right? Richard Grieco never really panned out to what I thought he'd be. What do you mean he was great in Night at the Roxbury? He was fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, like Richard Grieco. Oh, let's not sleep on If Looks Could Kill. That was a great movie. Did Richard Grieco and Johnny Depp have crossover? Or did he replace Johnny Depp? I'm pretty sure he replaced Johnny Depp. That's what I thought. Here, wait. I got the I got the chart that Richard says Richard Grieco. Oh, that little uh, overlapping yeah, bar graph. Let's see. Uh, so Richard Grieco was recall. Oh no, they overlapped. So he was recurring, but not an official cast member. Oh, oh so there was a time so where Grieco. So it was, was Grieco a sexy and Depp. Was Deluise on at the time too? <laughs> There's a whole lot of man meat on that show. Oh, and then <laughs> Richard Greet. No, he, they were only on together. And let's not forget that Filipino guy in the beginning. Oh, uh, I think he's actually Asian. I think well, whatever. I Asian. think he's Asian. Dustin, you, he's from Vietnam. Vietnamese. Uh, let's not forget the Vietnamese well, guy. Hey, uh, those are some sexy dudes back then. Sort of like how uh, Jump Street. And, and we 21 know, Hump Street. And we all know the fun fact that Holly Robinson sang the theme song. Yeah. And well, also starred in the show, and it's that's what uh, to, pulled her in. You know, made her attractive Rod, to Rodney Pete. There it is. He he was always a big fan of that song. I think uh, <laughs> much like oh, and Michael Deloise. See, Michael Deloise came on later. I remember that. So the brother Peter and Michael were both on the well, show. Michael Deloise. What, thought, does he I wear thought, a beret? I thought you fucked up. That was actually when, yeah. he, when you said, "Oh, yeah, he's got a brother." I, no, Michael I knew Deloise. he had a brother. I don't know Michael. This Deloise. is Michael Michael Deloise. Well. I feel like he did more than Peter DeLuise. Johnny uh-huh. Depp on 21 Jump Street, to me, sort of has that same vibe as Leo DiCaprio on Growing Pains, where it's like, yo, you're a star, but the world don't know it yet. I'm with you on that, but his role was, was more significant. Yeah, Depp's role was way more significant than DiCaprio. But you had so. that feeling like... Yeah, nobody knew, yeah, right? No one knew, but you maybe got the vibe. And someone pointed out on our feedback already, I act like you're 20 years older than me. I don't. It's uh, It goes back to something... Randall actually said on this past episode of This Is Us, and we've talked about this for years. In one of his speeches, he talks about when you're a little kid, summer vacation feels like forever. Now, years go by like that. The older you get, time just seems to move, and it's not, the train's not stopping. So when you're 11 and 14, that's a significant difference in how you feel and what you're doing. But when you're 45 and 42, no difference at all. And I was into like my uncle's world and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? I was from an a, older influence. Yeah, I was there was uh, different things at that time. There was an interesting overlap because Cavino is only a couple of years older than me, but 
He's a couple years older than me with older influences. I got dumber as I got older. I am younger as I got older with I'm younger with younger influences. So here's Kavino. Here's me. I'm influenced by my brother and sister who are watching Ninja Turtles and Kavino's uh, he's watching D Snyder with his uncle. Right. Right. So, yeah, we're only a couple years apart, but we grew up different. Spot had older siblings, too. Yeah. Same for me. So where Spot leaned up towards his older siblings. I was sort of dragged down to my younger siblings like, Richie, do you want a Ninja Turtle too? I guess so. Plus, you I, know? Was, right. Plus I was a bit of a, a loser. So I like, I, I never went out and knew everything. But do you get that vibe? Do you get that vibe though? Like with, when you're the older sibling, a lot of times you're young, like you're pulled down opposed to the opposite. Yeah. Like, of course. Like when your kids still, when the younger siblings still believe in stuff, like you're, the older sibling has to play along. I still did a lot of that longer than I should have for the fun of the family yeah but yeah nightmare on elm street johnny depp he's pulled into the bed and the blood's everywhere the dude had a long ass career and he's been doing it forever since he was 20 something and what really grinds my goat because i've seen it in so many toxic relationships including ones i've been in and ones i've seen my friends go through is the cheap low blows cheap shots that women and hey maybe Sometimes it's deserving, right? But still, the it's always how little your dick is, how little your money means, how little money you have, and how shitty your career is because right. you're a nobody from Nowhereville. Well, and that's jo- exactly how much of a joke you are. Yeah, how much of a joke you are, and who cares what you did then? Look at you now. You're a fucking loser, and you're a nobody. And you know, I'm gonna find a guy with a bigger dick, with a bigger wallet. And, and a fucking boat. And to me, and, that's and like Amber uh, Heard. But it's this like has the, the nerve to say that type of shit to Johnny Depp, she which is proves the, that nobody's immune to that type of behavior. She is the quintessential, uh, like honestly, vengeful, fucking terrible ex. Yeah, I have a friend that's going through that right now, man. He's given his wife everything, and I'm I'm sure there's a flip side to the story. Please understand that. You know, and, and manipulation and but his this truth. type of behavior goes both ways. But I've seen the truth and I've seen the story. And, you know, she just shits on everything he's ever done for her. And he's done everything he possibly could. It's like, to make gar- her that's happy. like garbage bag behavior. Yeah, man. It's like garbaggio to, to, I don't know, make themselves feel better, man. They feel so inferior and insecure. They shit on you and your accomplishments. I, I think also women know when a guy, women know when their guy's a machismo guy. So they also oh, lean where into it that. They all, no, they also lean into that harder. I feel yeah. like, no offense, a guy like you or guys that are very proud macho type of dudes, women sense that and they could smell that. What's the best way to hurt a guy that's like Cavino sure. or like a Johnny yeah. Depp? For sure. You know what? Money in his dick because <laughs> there are guys that when oh, you're and alpha. Don't, and don't forget the boat. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget the boat. <laughs> yeah. Rock on! It just grinds my gears yeah. and my goats because. If you listen to the tapes, that's what Amber Heard does to Johnny Depp. Like, yeah, calls him like yeah, a nobody. He's 21 Jump Street. Depp. Yeah, what the fuck? No one cares about that. What was that? Some stupid show you were on? No one cares about you. You're a fat old man. It's like, hold on. Yeah. Like, you will never amount to what he's done. And I mean, hey, if you do, great for you. Yeah. But who's done more than that guy if, in his industry, in his business? Johnny Depp. If she. If she can make Johnny Depp feel insecure for a minute, then you know, I shouldn't be surprised. Any that my, wife or girlfriend, my buddy's going yeah. through that right yeah. now. Exactly. Right? It's it's garbaggio behavior, and it, it really is a matter of hit him where it hurts, just to hurt somebody. But remember this: some wise man once told me this. 
I forget who it was. But hurt people hurt people. That's all it is. Amber Heard is probably fucking jealous or insecure about her own bullshit, her own shitty career. So what does she do? She shits on this dude and everything he accomplished to make uh, him feel worthless. Yeah. If If a girl still feels scorn, she'll say she's moved on, but she'll still be harping on shit. Yeah. And, and to be fair, it goes both ways, but this is the game that I've seen women play in these toxic, toxic scenarios. And it's happening in that case that everyone's glued to. And since we're on it already, the funniest fucking shit. Cause I wish I had as many or as little F's as little F's as the Vato in the story yesterday. Did you see this guy? No, oh, I don't even like know what you're talking about. One of Johnny Depp's like workers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Apparently, again, please correct me where I'm wrong because I don't know the whole story because I don't care that much. But they thought there was an intruder, right? So they call over, hey, Jose, we need you to go check the house. For real? So anyway, this guy gets called to the stand as a witness, right? Like, oh, yeah, I dealt with them, and there was one time, the dogs, and this and that, right? So they call one of the guys that used to deal with the both of them to the stand, and he's in track. I sent you the link spot. It's fucking hilarious. Like, because, you know, imagine you were the guy. He'd probably show up in a tie all nervous about Yo, I'm here, Mr. Depps. This dude <laughs> is, like, via FaceTime, driving around, blowing smoke out his nose, like, telling a story like he doesn't give a shit that... Millions of people are watching this right now. Yeah, I mean, he's, millions. He's, it's hilarious. And then this I, is real. I yeah. thought this was like someone stitching in the no video. They posted this. Uh, I well, you don't think it's real because I I sent you the foo's gone wild. Yeah, link. that's. I assumed it was like a there's, foo, like just there's mocking a, it. There's a a vaping guy, a vaping vato. Yeah, but there's a an Instagram and a website called Fools Gone Wild. Fools Gone Wild. It's yeah, like foos. stupid, like there's crazy no Mexicans gone wild. There's no L. I know Fools Gone Wild, but. I'm speaking to the Green Ghost locals out there. This is the guy when he gets called on. He's like, I don't know, he's driving a new. Are you sure this isn't like a stitch? He makes Johnny Depp laugh. I'm just making sure. This, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see it. We'll the whole it. story was like Johnny Depp laughs. May 21st, 2016. Did you really think someone's trying to get into your unit? There's scratches like four inches above your the floor and your door. That was the dog trying to get into the unit. They were so afraid. Oh, someone's trying to get into my unit. They're like, oh, come on, really? And I actually went. They asked me to go inside the unit just to check room by room to make sure that no one was there. All right, this is my last question. You testified in response to Mr. Presidio's questions um, that you testified truthfully in all of these occasions. Did you testify truthfully, truthfully to everything that you testified in response to my questions today? Where's it going? That's correct. Uh, all right. I, I did. That's it. <laughs> the caption is, where's this fool going? Where is this fool going? <laughs> He's got the vape coming out of his nose. Think about this. Like, all right, there's a big Johnny that the nation's talking about. You couldn't like pull, at least pull over. He couldn't pull over spot or like, I don't know, like get out of the car for a fucking minute. The little fucks that he gave there is how I want to live my life in, in some in some respects. If they don't mock that on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yo, Mr. Depps. Miss Hurts. Uh, I'm, uh, you guys are both fucking nuts. So, 
<laughs> so the story is I'm putting it together. It's like so they, they, they called him, check the house. There was a, We think there was an intruder. There's no he intruders. Goes, there's little doggy marks. Little doggy <laughs> scratches. Little doggy. So, you know, he's in his car. Johnny Depp's like, there's my guy who used to fucking, you know, watch my house. And he's laughing at the whole thing because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that dude gets Yo, Mr. Depp, you still dealing with this shit? Oh, Mr. Oh, Depp. this poor guy. I used to hear him. She called him a little dick. Nobody. Fucking Johnny Jeb, 21 Drumstick, my favorite show. Uh, Fucking Jack Sparrow. She called him Mr. Nobody. I believe in you. I believe in you, Mr. Sparrows. Unbelievable. <laughs> he's driving around. He's got an Uber guy in the back. <laughs> He's definitely driving an Uber right there. Where's he going? That's more important Where are, or more significant than what oh, he's doing. Oh, I'm dropping guy off at LAX. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, imagine this like you were like caught like, dude, Rich is the witness. Holy shit. Yeah. You'd be like, oh man, there's like millions of people watching. This guy didn't give two shits. And that's what made Johnny Depp laugh, I think. He's back moment. on the stand today. Today, he, uh, while taking a grumpy. Yes, Your Honor, everything I Excuse me, uh, Senor, are you on the ball right now? No, no, just grumpy time. That's all. <laughs> anyway, everything I say is true. <laughs> uh, Mr. Danny Jep. Where was that fool going? Oh, boy. Donnie Jepp. Donnie Jepp. Donnie Jepp. Mr. Jepp. Donnie Jepp. Mr. Jepp. Uh, Spot, just give me the, the where he blows the smoke out of his nose right from the beginning, though. Just one more time, please. Well Fool's gone wild. But yeah, uh, look, at look, I, I, <laughs> look at this. Look at this. I agree. This guy's unbelievable. <laughs> Yo, are you connected? All right, turn your video on. I am here. Here to testify. Hello, your honors. That is a fool got wild though, for real. That's like weird. he couldn't just do it from his living room. Look at Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's like Jesus. Christ. Johnny Depp's like Jesus Christ. That shit made me laugh so much, man. When I saw that, I was like, "Yo, really?" And people oh, are glued grumpy. to this shit. Grumpy. People <clears throat> are glued to this. Grumpy. But <clears throat> what's the moral of the story? Grumpy. You know, for the men out there, <clears throat> first. Grumpy. <laughs> Sometimes you know, don't say the things you can't take back. Well, that's, and uh, don't say things just to put people down lesson. and to lift you up because it's ugly and it hurt, hurts <coughs> and you regret it and it's just cheap. You to take a grumpy? It's weak. <coughs> and then women, man, I hate when they do grumpy. that and they play grumpy. that card because they do. They play it and it's immature you know, it's, and, it, uh, and you can smell where it's coming from a mile away and it's and it's not a it's not a good look, man. And and it happens. And, and like I said, I, I have friends that have gone through it. I've gone through it. Johnny Depp is going through it. Like no I, one, no one's, no one, nobody deserves that no. type of treatment. Um, you know, I told, I've, I've said this to you before, but it's the one, it's possibly the, the top lesson and the top thing that Sarah taught me in our marriage. I told you early on and I don't know how she has maintained this maturity, but Sarah is a huge believer in aliens, aliens. That we never landed on the moon. That JFK the is Earth, still alive. That Michael, is, Tupac and Michael Jackson live somewhere together. The earth is flat. Sarah is a huge believer and has preached this since the minute I met her. And our Lord Savior never, Jesus Christ. Never say shit. Because she probably destroyed the guy before. Never say you shit. You ain't never going to be a cowboy. You're, huh? you're nothing but a rodeo clown. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean, Sarah? Doing everything I can to keep this relationship together. Then he jumped off the Alamo. Yeah. So she learned from she, experience. Yeah, Sarah and I never say something 
can't take back or don't mean it is well it's hard terribly to hold it's terribly difficult to do i'll tell you this i'm used to it now but in the beginning because i dated i can't say i'm innocent but it's because of what was I, being thrown at me i dated plenty of fiery women that said rude terrible things and and i'm sure i said them back but sarah i have i've followed her lead and it is difficult but a really Good way to operate. Never say shit to your significant other that you don't mean. I've seen like Nicole uh, yeah, and her husband Matt things when you're pretty much on the outs too. Which yeah, is no, like, but I've seen people like I have friends that are fiery that like say like really mean shit to their husband or wife. And Sarah don't play that game. And I, I you know what? She's she brought a lot of maturity out of me with that. That's that was a really tough adjustment because I've dated girls that said terrible shit to me. And I'm like, yeah, well, I got some terrible shit to say to you. That's what I'm saying. Sarah will. Sarah's never said something terribly mean to me. And I've never uh, done the reversal. It's so hard. It really is. It's like the number one thing I'm like proud of in my marriage. And Amber Heard. It's hard. What's crazy again. I'll say it one last time. Johnny Depp, one of the best looking dudes of his day. One of the most talented actors of his so day. So handsome. You know, the guy's accomplished a lot. In his industry. I'm not saying what he's doing is important or anything like that. But if anyone should respect that, it's her because she's also an actress. Yeah. And if Johnny Depp gets shit on in the ways that he got shit on, pun intended, mm -hmm. nobody's immune to it. And it's sad to hear, man. And when, when I'm talking to my pals, because I am, I, I'm currently talking to a friend who is going through that. And he's done everything, man. Yeah. He's taken his girlfriend to lavish vacations. He's bought her a car. He's, hmm. you know, taken on all of her prior responsibilities. Johnny Depp. Look at that head. Look at that mane. You know, this guy's. And, 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 and it's so <laughs> unappreciated, right? And then instead you're just shit on. He looks like um an angel? Look like there. John Mayer. He looks like John Mayer there. An yeah. An he does. Looks like John Mayer. Had a baby with Steve from Stranger I got, Things. I got, I got. Oh, man, chaos in the studio. Little baby Ben busted in. Look at this guy. Oh, and the dog. And Rich's mom. What's going on here? Everything all right? Chaos in the studio. Uh, so, Johnny Depp. He goes through it. Everybody goes through it. And it's ugly. And By the way, that's, that's the one thing about my mom's visit. Like... She's great with the kids, but she doesn't have the speed to keep up with them sometimes. Oh, really? She'll be like, Ben, run out the front door. I'm like, some, we'll uh, go catch him. I don't up, think she can. Set up some tires in the front yard and have her like train. <laughs> train for anyway, if we get anything positive out of this, well, we got the Mexican guy driving the Uber, right? But if we yep. get anything positive. <laughs> and grumpies. No, I, I got something positive out of watching that. I want to, because I make, as my mom has said to me since I was just a little Mr. Milk Toast. I make Grumpy. mountains out of molehills, right? I make things bigger than they are, and you I drown myself a all worked up. No, I do. It's like it's not a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, but everything's a big deal to me, right? Yeah. If someone said, yeah, man, you got to be on the stage tomorrow for Johnny Depp, I, would, I wouldn't be able to sleep because of that. This dude is like not giving a shit, well, and I love that. I, I really I, do. I, what I love about it is that he's thinking... Well, I'm not in trouble or anything, so this is stupid. I gotta fucking do it, sure, but I'm not stopping my work. He's not even he doesn't even have a tripod set up or anything. He's not even in his living room, he's in his car. Like so I got that out of that. It's like a reminder of like 
gives a fuck. Yeah, no one cares. You know, no, no. no one cares. Nothing's that big of a deal. I think Johnny Depp made the right move by two, having this televised, though, because yeah, I think the, the, the big takeaway is that Johnny Depp, while he is peculiar and he's been in Hollywood guy his whole life, so he's probably weird. Yeah, he's not innocent of it. He's not, he's not in, the, totally innocent, but I think... But he without sin, Rich. Yeah, I think we're getting a glimpse spot of that Johnny Depp might be a little off, but no, the po- the he's not the piece of shit that Amber Heard makes him out to be. Is that, you know, guys get in trouble for being abusers and and mental abusers all the time, and, you know, they're putting these scenarios where they're looking like jerk-offs all the time. And granted, men are jerk-offs. I'm not saying that all men are innocent, but... I'm a jerk off the at least five times a week. Mental hey, abuse that, that women put men through. Sometimes that's un- unaccounted for. And men don't want to acknowledge that shit either because it makes them <clears throat> look weak, right? And, and oh, I'm a guy and I can handle it and I'm strong and it's good and it'll pass. But some of that shit that women think is okay to do and to say isn't. So if we get anything positive out of this, it brings that discussion to light, and it happens all of the time. And again, if it happens to Johnny Depp, right. this guy's a heartthrob. Johnny Depp. Just because men. Then it happens to everybody. Just because men are generally like physical abusers, they always get the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah. But women can be equally abusive emotionally and physically. Yep. It's true. But no guy's going to be like, my wife hit me right. and, and want to no. be taken serious. No, no guy. And uh, emotional abuse. You're right. There's a stigma where if a guy complains too much about being emotionally abused, he's a pussy. Right. Big pussy. You're like, yeah, hey, get out Can't of take it. Can't take it? What did she call you? She said your penis was small and you're a loser. Oh, get over it, loser. So yeah, guys, it's yeah, it's hard for guys to, to step up. Yeah, like like uh, Stu said, the, uh, she said, there's audio of her saying, tell the world that you, a man, were abused and see who believes you. Yeah, that there's audio of her saying that. Stu, thank you for and that. And it happens all of the time. That, there's audio of this audio. I've gone through it. Johnny Depp has gone through it. That sums it up, though. The, there's audio of Amber Heard saying, you, a powerful man. Yeah, tell the world you've been abused. See, like, see who they believe. That's her way of saying, like, Dad, you want to be a pussy? You want the world to be like, oh, is Johnny Depp a pussy? It's toxic. It's evil. Toxic. And again, you know, men are not innocent in this scenario. Maybe they've pushed women to that point still not okay yeah but it's still you know unacceptable behavior it really is oh no there's there's manipulation going on here um can can i admit something dumb to break the ice here and move along recently you said something that you did not realize till later in life and i'm so wishing i could remember what it was within like the last weeks or a month you're like yo i gotta be honest i just figured that out recently Someone's name, a show, something. But we all have those where... Oh, I used to think it was Florida ceiling windows. That's what it was. Florida ceiling windows? Yeah. The Camino family all thought that, right? We all thought that. Florida ceiling windows. Maybe I was thinking of your brother, to be honest. But there was something also, I feel like you're like... I feel like there was like a lyric. Oh, wait, it's floor to ceiling windows? Oh, I texted you something recently. I texted you something recently. It was like a lyric. No, I was listening to lithium because I was on lithium, right? And I said, can I tell you, I heard this song Alive by Pearl Jam oh, on yeah. a throwback Thursday. That's what it probably was. Probably a million times in my life. It's a great song. I remember the first time I heard that song. I swear to you, my Uncle Joe, I was having tacos at my Tita's house and refried beans on a bagel. Tata, tacos with Tita? Joey was like, sit down, baby. I want to play you this song. We sat in front of his big fucking stereo system. I was like, what is 
is this? Did he have, uh, and dude, I immediately I was like this. I picture him having that big speaker like in uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> that two big giant ones though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> is that what it's Gotta be honest, like? I hear these stories and I don't I don't make fun of them. There's a sense of not, not jealousy, but there's a sense of like, yo, when I tell you I had no influence in my life as yeah. far as like older brother, cousin. I had no cousins and I had no older siblings. So when you I was I never had Uncle Joe play me cheap trick and Bro, squeeze and his I bullshit. never I never I heard had, this. Uh, like, oh, no, but no one did, did that for me. I just yeah, picked but it up from, I picked it up from older siblings. Like MTV, yeah, but I'm saying like I never had MTV could have been your big brother. Yeah, you know? but that was, I, it. That I, was the problem. You yeah, didn't have MTV. I feel like there are times where Camino, you will say like it's for hours. My older videos. sibling, like like Uncle Joe, hey baby Steve, sit over here. Let me play this song for you. I never had By the a way, person dude, in my I was, life do that. I, I was uh, I was like eighteen years old though. I oh, know that was like nineteen ninety one. I mean, I was in high school. I was like a little kid, right? So, yeah. but Joey, who's ten years older than me, acts ten years younger than me. Almost, it's weird. Anyway. I texted Rich the other day. I said, I've heard a live probably a million times in my life, my Pearl Jam, and I just realized what the song was about. I just, it all just, just. clicked, like right then and there in that moment. Ready? Son, son, she said, have I got a little story for you? Right there. Everybody knows oh, that line, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Son, she said, have I got a little story for you? So the kid's there talking to his mom, clearly, right? Yep. What you thought was your daddy. What you thought was your daddy. What? Isn't your daddy. Oh, my God. And, you know, she's like, I'm sorry you didn't see him, but I'm playing guitar. He doesn't care. He's like, all right, what I thought was my dad isn't my dad, and fuck it, but I'm still alive. The whole song is about, yeah, my life has been a sham. Who I thought was my dad isn't, but I'm still alive, and that's all that matters. I was like, Happens a lot to me. Happens a lot to me, Spot. Oh. Your real daddy was dying. Sorry you didn't say him. But I'm glad we talked. And then there's a real good poignant part of the song, too, where I'm like, I'm figuring this out for the first time. I'm like, mind blown. Yeah, hold on. He goes... There's something wrong she said, right? There's something wrong she said, the mother. He's like, of course there is. But you're still alive, she said. And then the kid's like, but do I deserve to be? Is that the question? If so, if so. He's, he's questioning, do I deserve to be alive? And she's like, of course you do. And the whole song is, well, you're still alive. And fucking be something with yourself. Stop worrying about that shit. And I'm like, fuck, whoa, I didn't know that. And I texted it to Rich. I was like, you realize this is about a, a kid, and it might seem obvious, but I never really thought about it. I feel this way about so many songs. And you, and you know where I figure it out? I figure it out when I interview an artist nowadays on like Pop 2K or Hits 1 or something like that. But now I'll look at lyrics of their songs, and I'll be like, Wait, that song's about this? I I've, I was always... You know how you've asked in the past, are you more of a melody or lyric guy? 
they were songs Clearly I melody. sang my whole life. I knew the words, but I was just not paying attention. But I. That's exactly it. I was, I was I more much the, cooler is the song when you realize what bro, it's about. I, you know, it's it as happens, the joke goes, as the joke goes on so TikTok, much. I didn't realize uh, Third Eye Blind Semi Charm Life was about a, a fucking. Uh, I, mean, I thought it was about the earthy feeling. I didn't realize it was and about a drug trip. doing sips up into my nose. What do you think they were doing? Sipping Coke? Dude, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't connect so the Coca-Cola, dots. Coca-Cola, not cocaine? I didn't. I didn't realize until i was older i was like i was just singing along like semi chum kind of life right yeah. baby baby the best part I'm- though is there's something wrong she said well of course there is you're still alive she said oh do i deserve to be is that the question and if so if so i'm still alive fucking awesome and i was always more of a nirvana guy but what a great song and in our defense sometimes eddie vetter is hard to translate well, <laughs> example, yellow lead better, yeah. which I thought was yellow bed wetter about a kid who peed his bed all the time. TikTok's having a ball with that one. They are. And a biscuit. Uh, so anyway, yeah. no, but it, that's it, the, it, to it, answer your question, yes, I hit you up recently with an epiphany. It, it happens a lot. Like I said, I'm, I'll be doing an interview lately. I like songs with stories. And like Christmas wrapping by uh, Waitresses. Song. What I'll do is I'll look up like, all right, who am I interviewing? I don't know. Uh, Doja Cat. All right, let me look up her lyrics. And I'm like, oh, I just always thought it was a pop song. I'm like, it's about something. I, I never really ever investigated what the song's about. I'm like, that's a catchy song. Does that make sense? A lot of them are pretty simple, but there's ones where I'm like, there's a song right now that I play, no joke, every day on, whether it's Hits One or The Pulse or anything, Boyfriend by Dove Cameron. Mm-hmm. And the whole song's about how she could be a better boyfriend than you because she's bisexual. And I just, I had no clue what the song was about. Right. I'm like, and like, I probably made dumb boyfriend references when I come in or out of that song. I'm like, wait a minute. She's like a hot 20 something year old bisexual. And she's like, I could be a better boyfriend than you. Oh, like I, I'm constantly connecting the dots on dumb things, but I got a really dumb one for you. And by the well, way, spot that can boyfriend I give you an song. Too, though? She's, it's she's, like watching a commercial, a commercial a million times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it dawns on you what it was actually about. Like, oh, I finally, finally got it now. Okay. I've that, seen that, it and never cared. That Dove Cameron girl is a... Like, did you realize all Wham songs were about, like, like his love for dudes? Yeah. Not until later on. Not until later on. But Spot, that Dove Cameron boyfriend song is a great example of me being like, oh, that's what it's about. And she's a big star. She's, uh, she's like a former, like... Disney kid. She's part of the Marvel universe. She's got a new movie coming out. Like yeah, Dove Cameron is going to be one of those names that from I, the descendants. Yeah. From the descendants. I feel like she's going to be the next Ariana Grande type level deal. I think you're going to hear the name Dove Cameron. If you got kids, she's good looking too. She's like a, a good looking young superstar. She was great in that Disney stuff for sure. I, she's in her mid twenties. I forgot that was her. And yeah, no, she's the name. My daughter used to talk about when she was like really little. She was the in the descendants. She was in uh, Austin and Allie apparently, which is like a kid show. She was, she's, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's in a lot of big things that I'm convinced that she's the next big name. Spot, show everyone a picture of Dove Cameron. She's like, I think she's like 27 now. I thought she does look young. But to tie it all together, <clears throat> grumpy. Child. She does look young, but she's like in her mid 20s. She's not a kid. She's like, Honestly, two years younger than Jordan. She's in her, I think she's 27. She's not young, but she looks young because you probably, if you know her from before, but she's like one of those 
Like is this, young hotties. Is this a current photo of her? Um, got big jubbies. Uh, sort of. Man, I don't know. It doesn't even look like the same girl I knew. Yeah, but like, like she's like super like sexual, bisexual voice of twenty year olds now. She's uh, gender nonconforming. Whatever yeah. you call it. I thought all young women are bisexual now. She's yeah. 26, by the way. Oh, 26? Yeah. Born 1996, so she's four years younger than my current missus. Might be a more recent photo. Yeah, but she's like, uh, yeah, she does look young, but she's definitely a, a young hottie you're going to hear about in the future. Going back to the 21 Jump Street thing, when I was younger, I'm not even joking. I don't know. Call me dumb because I love the remake. We, you didn't realize uh, Peter DeLuise was Dom DeLuise's son? Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. I think that movie is fantastic. It's great. You didn't know it was based on the show? No, no, I did. Oh. Until I watched the movie? Yeah. I didn't realize 21 Jump Street was an address that they all hung out at. Oh, yeah. I In my mind, that. I'm like, 21 Jump Street. I didn't know what it meant. 21 Jump Street, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, their secret headquarters is 21. The address is 21 Jump Street. What did you think it... Well, Jump isn't a typical street name, so I thought it might have been slang for something like Jump Street. Like, it was 21... If it was 21 Johnson Boulevard, I don't know. I would have thought it was an address, but I never realized it was an address until I saw the movie. And they're like... And Jonah Hill takes out the little thing. And he's like, oh, we have to go to 21 Jump Street. I'm I like, could see that. I really like, can. Oh, it's an address. Oh, I was way off. I could see that. I don't know what I thought it was, but I just thought it was the name of a show. What did you think Alive was about? I just thought he was I just sung along, alive. dude. Just sung along. No <laughs> fucking clue. There's so many, there's so many songs with like hidden meanings and hidden I would, uh, yeah, honestly, that song's a monster smash honestly, of the 90s what dude, you're saying like, is I probably was just like hey, yeah. I don't know sorry for you like who knew I didn't know I don't think I ever I've actually out loud sang the lyrics to a life except for oh I'm still alive. That's it. Happens. No, but no, it's fine. You know the word where it's like, oh no, 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 daddy. Yeah. So, 21 Jump Street, Rich. I feel like I, I had that thought. I was like, but oh. I feel like I had that thought a long time. When ago. him and Channing Tatum go to the address yeah. where like Ice Cube and fucking the hot oh. girl was it? Zoe Saldana. Who's Gabrielle Union? Who's like the hot black Stevens. chick that that works Shout at 21 Stevens' daughter, Amber Stevens West. Amber Stevens West. Yeah, but she's in the second one. But yeah, 21 Jump right. Street is an address. I'm so dumb. Uh, that was a dumb one. I'll, I'll admit that one. The first Jump one Street. is the first one is Brie Larson. Oh, so and Dave Franco again, put it in perspective um, to make this a full on wrapped up conversation. You know, the movies we're talking about with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill and Amber Stevens West, these giant blockbusters with with Ice Cube. Based on this piece of shit show that no one cared about, according to Amber Heard, that Johnny Depp was the star of in the 80s called 21 Jump Street. You know, you, you it's, know like, uh, it's a shame when, when, when I, it just irks me a lot to hear how she shit on him. Yeah, and, well, when uh, <laughs> shit on him. I mean, I, you know, in every way possible. In every way possible. Um, you bring up the lyric thing to wrap that up. This applies quite a bit when talk to any wedding DJ, like a, like an Eddie, your DJ or anybody that runs a, like an entertainment company. So many times a husband and wife or bride and groom choose songs and the DJ has to be like, 
you know, lyrically, that's not maybe what you're going for. Like a lot of times, like lyrics are not about <clears throat> grumpy, gross, <clears throat> something grumpy, happy. Like they'll, they'll be, they'll pick a song that sounds like slow and melodic. And it's like, yeah, that's about a breakup. And maybe that shouldn't be your wedding song. I tried to get smack my bitch up as a walkout. That, song. See that smack my bitch up spot by prodigy. It's a good song. I think your wedding DJ was, take did you picture. a disservice by saying no. Wasn't it take my picture? Is that what the word lyrics? Take my picture. Smack my bitch up. It's like I wanted my picture taken. Yeah. That's a good song. Firestarter was great too. Come play my game. I'm a fire starter. So there you have it. Some epiphanies all tied into a throwback Thursday, 21 Jump Street. Rich just realized it was the street where the headquarters was at. And the story just gets bigger and did bigger. It, did it not give it away in the second one where... Remember that the Korean church was like converted or something. So they had to move, it was across the street to, to move across 22. the street to 22 jump street. But when I, when I knew of the show as a kid, I stupidly just never connected the dots that, Oh, 21 jump street is the address of where oh, their little secret headquarters change, change my pitch up. Sorry. Yeah. Change my pitch up. Smack oh, my pitch up. That's see? what it's about. I just learned that. Oh, it's about, it's actually about loving embrace uh, picture by kid rock and Cheryl Crow is an example from Alejandro. He says, Oh, it sounds like a really nice song. It's about how kid rock is fucking all these women while he's on the road and he wants to put the picture of his girlfriend off his nightstand because he can't. He I can't put look your picture. I put away. your picture away because I can't stand to look at you while I'm lying here next to her. So it's all about Kid Rock not being able to keep it in his pants, but yet his girlfriend's picture is on his nightstand. Yeah, I mean, but it look, sounds like a beautiful song. There's so many songs we don't know what the real the harmonies with Cheryl Crow. About. There's so many misheard interpretations of songs and it's left for interpretation or hey did you ever know it's about suicide oh, what's, what's rich's favorite uh song reference that, that we the meaning is different than the what it sounds like semi-charm life no yeah close semi sonic, sonic. Yeah. oh it's about closing giving birth time. yeah closing, closing, time, closing, time, closing time everyone thinks it's like about the bar closing but the guy that wrote the song was like it's actually like subliminally about like starting yeah. life and closing a chapter and uh, having a kid there's a million of yeah. those we could have that discussion that's all day long that's kind of a different discussion yeah yeah I, we just had i just happened to have that epiphany recently about pearl jam and that's a big big song to not have ever pieced together you know what it was about what's uh informer by snow about I would think the snow is I know co it's cocaine. About, no, it's about he's he's the informer. He he's the snitch. He gave up the information. Oh, so when he says yeah, I'll lick your boom boom now, what does that mean? Lick your he bum saw bum somebody now. stab down the lane, but he's not but snow won't turn informer. A he saw it, but he ain't no snitch. Oh. That's what that song is about. Once again, what is a licky boom boom? Now he's like again? he's too busy eating ass to be worried oh, about that. A lick a boom boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, lick. Yeah. He's like informer. You know something I saw someone I step down the lane. Right. I licky boom boom down. Detective man said, "Well, it's under the detective man, right. but I'm not snitching." But he's like, oh. but, and then he goes with the itty bitty snow. But snow won't turn informer. Snow won't turn because snitches get stitches. Right. So he's licking ass yeah. instead of being a snitch. Um, the, I, I'll tell you what I I. I heard about this song and I told Spot and ever since I told Spot, Spot can't listen to it the same way. Drops of Jupiter by Train oh, yeah. is about Pat Monahan. Oh yes. Yeah. When his mother died. That's yeah, the worst. Her journey 
into the the afterlife in heaven. If you if you get anything out of this, you appreciate the songs a lot more when you know what they're about. Yeah. This is Snow Informer. See? He won't snitch. The detectives came looking for him. Because they they right he now. saw a murder. Oh. Or he saw someone stabbed in a lane. And now you know. Like see? I'm reading it and I still don't understand it. Oh, uh, so. He stabs someone down the lane, but the cops are looking. He's like, yo, informer ain't no snitch. I'm reading yeah. it and I still don't understand it. It's a tricky it. spot. Kavino's a, a wordsmith. He gets it. Look in the door. It came through his window. Something. Damn. Why did they look look up at his butt? I, I still I don't understand. No, it. he's not gonna snitch because if he ends up going to jail, someone's gonna eat his ass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. He's like, no one's looking. Uh, my no one's looking. My snow won't boom, turn it for him, bro. It's it's when the black dude kicks in. He pretty much tells the story. Yeah. Well, hey, these are these are things that sometimes it takes years to figure out. Yeah. Spot play. Play like just 20 seconds Mind of that blown. train song because that train song is a the cry. train song is a great one because you've always been like drops of Jupiter. You've always said that's one of your favorite pop songs of that decade. Except for the one line, the best soy, oh, latte, soy latte that, that you ever had in me. But now that but now line. but now if you realize it's because his mom loves soy lattes. I still don't like that line. But you always say that train drops of Jupiter is, is a really lovable a latte pop. in Spanish. Yeah, I'm, I because I think Spanglish sometimes. Ooh. I hear soy latte. I'm like, why does he think he's a latte? Oh, maybe it is. Maybe he's saying it's a great song. Drops of Jupiter in her hair. This is about his mother going to heaven. Just listen. Did she also love Billy Blank's Tybo? <laughs> she has yeah. her. Yeah, probably. Another, another line I don't like. Since the return of a stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June. We're gonna play it until Spock cries because I'm about to cry. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! I'm doing everything in my power to choke back. To it's one of the best songs. It really is. I'm sorry. I Jeez, don't think what it gets a, what the credit be- it deserves. It's beautifully written. Song. Yeah, it's a great, great song. Train could do nothing more, and they've left their mark with that one. In, in fact, my, uh, in our, I think in our generation, Drive By didn't really seal the deal for them. Drive by was was a decent song. I like Meet Virginia. Uh, they have a bunch of songs. My my least favorite train song is I think it's the worst song they've ever done. Play that song where they sample You know play that song? I I think that's their worst song. What is the name of it? Play that song by Train. I think it's their worst song. In fact, I like Train a lot. Their fifth uh their first Yeah, you know this one. Someone ring the corny alarm. Yeah, that, that is their corniest one. Yeah. Um, but they're 
first studio album in over five years comes out next month. So we if you had to if, remove it, it kept going off around Rich. If you, uh, <laughs> too distracting, it's too distracting. Sound the Cordy alarm. But no, they're uh, if you're into Train, they got a new album coming out. But Pat Monahan, it's like an older dude that still makes music that people listen to. That's the crazy part. Pat Monahan's not a young guy. But people will still buy their music. No, man, they got fans. Trains, for sure. trains, pretty solid. Hey, I'll switch gears now. So we all we all have these epiphanies, and it all comes back to Twenty One Jump Street. Rich just realized that was an actual street that the show was based on. I feel like there's another one. One last one. Well, here, why you do that? Mail time. Oh, oh, spot. Did someone, someone brought up Hook by Blues Traveler. Is there like a Blues Traveler song that we all love that has nothing to do with like? What we Doesn't think. matter what you say. I am being insincere. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, look, the point is, I suck it in, suck it in, suck it in. Dude, nine out of ten songs, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're uh, about. So that's not the the mind blowing fact. Here, I don't know what any songs about for the most part, but the Pearl Jam one just sort of all clicked at once. All right, hold on. We got mail. Mail time. Mail time. With this, uh, oh, created by nature. Oh, ooh, wait. Ooh. Oh. I don't know who this is from. Do you see who it's from? See, let me see. Um, this is, this is. I think it's saying, sorry. Oh, here we go. The whole point of hook is that you could say anything around a chorus and the song will still be, and it'll still be catchy. Oh, the song Hook is about actually how the hook of a song. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, there's really yeah. nothing about the so song. So if you like pay, it's like probably just nonsensical. It's like a nonsensical song. And, oh, just really? like, and the hook brings you back. Like I'm, he pretty much sings about gibberish, I think. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, see, the hook just brings you back, even though I'm singing about nothing. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, yeah. I never Yeah, give me like a second of that. The lyrical content of any song is effectively meaningless. As the song's musical hook will keep listeners coming back, even if they are unaware of the reason. It's so true, dude. I never knew what Pearl Jam Alive was about. Ever. Ever, ever. And now I appreciate it more, though. And even though I knew I, I knew most of the lyrics to that song. Kind of. I can't figure out who sent us this. Spot, do you know? Uh, someone hit me up about... Let me see. With as, lo as long as I sing with inflection. Yeah, it's really about gibberish. I have to find out where it came from, though. Makes you feel something? Pretty cool, though, now that you know what the song's about. I never gave a shit. The hook brings you back. Damn. But is it a metaphor for something else? It's like a girl's ass. So like it doesn't oh, matter. It. The yeah, hook brings no, you back. You it. no, you know. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter if she steps on your toes and shits on your career and, and your life and she hassles and haggles you. The ass brings you back. That's what it's really about. That's uh you could say guilty pleasure or not, but that is one I really like the song Hook by oh, Bruce great. Yeah. Like I feel like if I hear that on like Pat Racks or one of the Sirius XM stations. Fucking love it. I will always crank that shit. Call me corny as hell because you already do. I like Blues Traveler. I, I feel like there was a minute where I'm like, yo, they got a couple songs that I fucking love. John Popper was always a nice guy to us on our show. So we got mail. Letters. We it's in the letters. form of Texas Blue Bonnet Wild Seeds. Oh, that was it. I don't know if we're allowed to plant these. Why not? 
I don't know, Sarah. I'll plan them. Sarah. No, no, hold on. Can I have a few? Sarah. Yeah, give me Sarah. Two. I'll put them in a little. Uh, Sarah. How do you do? Yeah, someone hit. Oh, who was it? Shit. So, Dr. Brown Thumb is now part of a mailing list, I guess, oh where you get wild seeds in the Goodness. Texas blue bonnets Dr. are. Dr. Green Thumb. Texas blue bonnets are beautiful. It's the state flower of Texas. I know that because every Texan's like, look at the blue bonnets. That's why they I just don't know them. if you're allowed to. So Sarah always says you can't pick them. It's like against the law. You know those like fake rumor spot? Like, um, don't. Like you get arrested by killing a praying mantis. <laughs> you know, like the dumb things you heard growing up. I think Sarah told me, like, if you pick blue bonnets, you you could get like a fine. He's been gardening with Mr. Brown Thumb. He's got blue bonnets. He's gonna plant them today. You can't plant them or pick ow, them. Ow, ow. But you got the seeds now, so you can In can't. Texas, yeah, I don't know. Sarah! Sarah. I wanna she it's there's all, like it's a all good, man. There's a ruling on it's this. It's all though. good. We got it. So hey, thanks for the generosity. Me, me planting these, what's a bigger crime? That or Pee Wee Herman ripping the tags off of mattresses with Mickey? Oh. I'm bad, Camino. I'm real bad. <laughs> You know yeah, those you blue bonnet cut. seeds? Yeah. I planted them. <laughs> Rich was in jail for all those things. Someone, what are you in for? And he accidentally killed a praying mantis. Someone, okay, whoever sent them, just message me. because Someone sent the message, and I can't remember what source it was on. Well, thank you, guys. But they said, like, yeah, I'm sending, and there's seats for all of us. Our mailing yeah, address. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll separate them. We'll, we'll be the blue, oh, this, these are beautiful. Our mailing address is on our website, along with our Tickle Sack songs and merchandise and Everything else, CavinoEnrich.com. CavinoEnrich.com. Thank you so much. Appreciate the generosity. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us every day. It means a lot. Couldn't do it without you. Mean it. It's facts. Have you guys seen truth. Have you guys seen Dickie Brown Thumb's fucking Rose Garden? It's get it's it's coming along. In the last Commented month today you, on it. Bro. I on, told Sarah, like, I wanna, would you believe this guy? Dr. Yeah, Brown Thumb? On the in the last month, you kind of tell me that doesn't look insane. You need, you need to slow down, though. I think you're starting to go too far. Yeah, bro. It looks like a circus out yeah, there. Yeah, you're, you're, there's a bit much. What you drive by Rich's house. I think you're getting. I think you're. I think you're. You're you're getting a little bit too overzealous with your planting. I think. I oh, think it is different things going minimum. on. Because you need. You yeah, need bro. I see the more. neighborhood though. The no, neighborhood is all color. To, all color. But there's still baby. Like you, you can't plant a tree next to another a baby tree next to another baby tree. You need to give them You're room. saying I'm not, I, I need to give them room you to, need to give them room to blossom well, and grow and, and spread out. You're putting you're putting too much. I think you're you filled in with flowers. So for now other on. babies, oh. that's okay. They told me my rose bushes because I'm like you're gonna, they're gonna when these rose bushes are like fucking right. big boys. You need to give them room to grow. Oh, Dickie Brown Garden's busy. Like, yeah. Like think, one of Tyson Fury's suits. But while they're going babies, on. you filled in with little flowers. Yeah. So you can pull those out because those those will those will die. Hey, Spot, point. could I, uh, I'll be back in 20 seconds. Could, could I take a picture of this so that everyone could see the fucking update? I want, can you take a picture of your busy garden? Bed? Yeah, that's what I'm going to. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, be, I'll be back in 20 seconds. Not by your, in front, directly in front of your house. It's nice and spaced out. I think that little patch out front, you're getting a little bit too I excited you like about. the patch uh, right? next to like the laundry room window, that little patch right there. To the I right of the garage, you think that's busy? You got that's it. a little bit, but no, the bigger one on the other side of the driveway. Honestly, though, it represents rich because if I drove by, I'd be like, who lives there? Bozo to Clown? I hold, I'll be right back. Like all the colors of the rainbow. The long one on the other side of the driveway. All right. So, hey, speaking of Dr. Brown Thumb. Looks good, though. Dr. Brown Thumb. I wrote a song, and I, I went through the writing process. I, did I insult him? I feel bad. I thought the same thing, though. It so was you, a little busy. It, I'm like, oh, wow. You know why? Because at first it looked nice, but now they're everything's blossoming. He's got too spring. much going on. So it's just, it's just too much. It's like, yeah, pfft. he's like, 
Dr. Brown thumbs yeah, out of I control. Think he, he got a anyway, excited. yesterday I did a, 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 a very special behind the velvet rope called a writing session and rarity. I had a very rare Wednesday night cocktail. You need to get while, on that. Yeah, no, he's involved. Oh, okay. And we wrote a song together. It was a writing process of a new tickle sack, potential new tickle sack jam on a throwback Thursday. Is tickle sack back? I don't know. So after the show today, check it out. I'm very proud of yesterday's Behind the Velvet Rope. I welcomed you into my patio and into my writing session. And, and I sort of debuted, or I'm working out the kinks before we debut a new Tickle Sack song called Brown Thumber. Brown Thumber. To what? To Red Hot Chili Peppers' Black oh, Summer. The and it's all about Rich's coming of age. That one? It's all about Rich's coming of age of, you know, here's a guy that for 15 years talked about eating ass. Now he's talking about planting seeds in his garden. My, so, peren my perennials? Which here's are the a guy ones? who went from talking about sunning his perennium, his perineum, to, to uh, now uh, talking about perennials. So, yeah, I wrote a song about it. Please catch the Behind the Velvet yeah. Rope available now, but watch it later after our show on Tier 2 right here on Patreon. I uh, Thank you. I realize that my perennials, not, not sunning my butthole, not my perineum. 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 My, uh, Did you send it? What, what email? Video? Email, right? Oh, the it's first, a video? It's the I, I sent a little video. That way I could show you. Oh, uh, just send it to, uh, uh yeah, email spot or whether it could be no rich one. Okay. Um, Rock on! what happened but, to the dicky do I met at the beach? What happened to the dicky do water skiing behind your boat? Dr. Brown thumb. No, I, uh, it's either from all the seeds he's planting or Ben's dirty diaper. I really did. Have you considered using Ben's uh, feces as a uh, fertilizer? Oh. No, but I have a funny Ben story, though. I, I, have, I, I have a fun dad life story to break it up after you show this I picture. I am serious, though. If you're we really, don't need to go from gardening to dad life. If you're, really, if, you're really into, <laughs> if you're really into gardening and now that you have a house, you should set up a little compost bin. I'm actually thinking. Well, shells, no. coffee grounds, and then you mix it in the soil, but and I am, it really feeds the, the nutrients. I am thinking about machine. getting one of those. Remember the house you had two houses ago where... Damn, I've had so many houses, I don't remember. Two houses ago where you and Melody had that, like, uh, almost that wooden flower bed in the back where you could plant like a, almost a huge planter a raised bed like a raised bed yeah we had i a may garden. put i may we put a, a raised garden. garden spot in the back for vegetables i have a raised bed but i may get like a big one like a i would just say maybe like have six by ten like a like a raised six by ten bed just to do tomato plants and all that but you i would want, have to do you want mine because i don't use it anymore that's why they call him it's dr small, brown though. thumb dr brown th i'm dr brown thumb what do you want I've i mean been hanging can you tell me where i could get some that's why they call him Dr. Brown Thumb. I, we're all allowed to have hobbies and things that bring us joy. To me, joy. gardening. Gardening is yeah, but dude, my joy. Slow down, Brett Gardner. I like know. You're a little too, my, like Spot said. Uh, my perennials, I thought they were dead. They, you know, they come up every year, but I'm like, yeah, they look dead. And my gardener is like, yo, Ridge, chill, mo, sucker. Like they will come back. Yeah. They're perennials. They yeah. come back every year. I'm like, yeah, they look like dead. Ruben, they look dead. He goes, they're not dead. Was Ruben exhaling from his vape pen while he was talking? <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruben's right. my dude. What? Let's take a look at this video. Yeah, look at how busy that is. It's so busy. I wish you got like a, a wider shot. Because when you're walking up it's to it. It's all colors. It's all different it's colors. It's colors, but it just seems very busy.
Yeah, but you, what are you, those five are about, years old? You don't need all those colors. All those flowers are about to bloom. Are you doing it for Emmy? That's what I think. No, I, well, Emmy think, likes the different colors, but I feel like it's uh, busy. The whole neighborhood, people got so many flowers. It's a very colorful neighborhood because the weather out here allows for all the, all the flowers and stuff. So I don't know. It seems, I don't know, man. I'm, I fucking love it. That doesn't really paint the picture that Spot's describing. Those are about, I noticed it too today. And I also commented yeah, to Sarah, like, wow, it's really starting to uh, it's, it's all, come together. Everything's popping at once. So yeah, it just all around the exterior busy, right? are different color pansies. So you're getting all the different colors around. And then the rose bushes are right about to bloom. The only one that's really bloomed right now is that white one in the back. But they're all about to fucking blow up and it's going to yeah, look yeah, pansy. Fucking love it, bro. Do you yell at your pansies? I got to get one of the one I'm going to get today at Home Depot. It's in Rich's blood because Rich's dad also raised the pansy too. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one I'm going to. Uh, definitely one. Maybe me too. There it is. Um, <laughs> there it is. Um, know what I'm going to get today? You know those little plastic. That's why. You know the little plastic separator that goes between the grass and the mulch like those. Uh, yeah. I need to get one of those. One of those shapers. It's coming together. Yeah. I'm trying, man. I'm when so, I tell I'm you before, it, for now it looks nice, but I'm telling you, you you just need yeah. to give the stuff room to grow. Oh, spot. Can I give every? You know what? It's can we play story time? Can we play, can I share a picture or so? We've been gardening with Mister Brown Thumb. He's been planting his wild seeds every day. Like wow, I, wow, I, wow! I wish you'd show show, uh, show the front of your house because I think the front of your house is nice. It's spaced out. It's all it's it's I feel like I want to turn part alignment. of my front. I feel like I want to turn part of my front lawn into some type of rose path or garden so or cacti. Right. Like it's, it's very colorful. Like you, what are you can put a Ferris wheel out there. I might. might as well put a circus tent around your house because that is too colorful. No, he's putting the tires to trade Marianne. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah is my, that what's yeah. going on? Mom's training. It's it, it is very, very colorful, which is nice. Are but it's gonna, really starting to bloom. Yeah, are you gonna rich? Are you gonna get one of those uh, those hats, those brimmed hats, like Rashawn said, that has like the? You can get the one that drapes over your neck, oh, so you, you don't need, burn. Yeah, Dicky Brown, the little, little Dicky redneck that goes over the back of your neck. Yeah, hey, spot. I'm gonna send you guys some. Uh, just like just just you know for the fun of it, why not? I'll give you guys a couple before and afters. I'll give you one before and after of the house. Let me make sure my address isn't on here. But yeah, no, I mean, just, just to give the Remember tier when two Rich people. Remember used to send us the before and afters of the titty jobs he used to pay for? Yeah. Now he's sending us gardening pictures. Man, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Well. He's all grown up. You're, you need, this needs to be your lesson in patience, Rich. Gardening is a long game. And it takes a little bit of upkeep for major reward. So you can go out there, you can, you know, till your soil, aerate it a little bit, Ooh. keep it watered. Till your soil. Uh, you know, feed a lyric it, I used. all that kind of stuff. But it's not like there's nothing constant about it. I feel like you need constant. That's why you're already talking about building rose uh, paths and gardens in the backyard and all this stuff. Lessons in patience. Lessons in patience. So you can learn I'll, a I'll lot send of things from to find the one, flowers, especially in the month of June. I oh, love and, it. You can learn and I completely, once again, agree with Rashawn. You need a hummingbird feeder. I got one of those. They are boys. the most joyous things. You I put a bunch of them around the house. I have bird You'll feeders. have little hummingbirds swimming around. They are the most, not bird feeders because they get messy, but hummingbirds Both. are the are the most joyous things. Why not ever. both? I, I showed both nah, of my shit all over your shit. Then again, behind the velvet rope, check out my episode 
which we might debut for free next week because Rich has a few days off next week. So we might do some original stuff and some stuff for people who don't subscribe to Tier 2. It's a little bit of a teaser. So let's see it, man. What do you got? Oh, could, by the way, can you... Uh, you need to start getting plants that stave off bugs. Yeah, that's that's a tough one too. Spot, I'm having a hard time finding the one fit, one picture I want. So hold off for a sec. I'll show everyone in a little bit. All right. Well, you I sent me something the other day that was really funny, and I know you're not gonna be able to find it, it now picture, on the spot. Picture of his dick? No, he sent Close. me that, but it was, it, was a, it was a Snickers bar. It was a very veiny. Um, not anymore. You sent me. Not you sent me a really funny TikTok video of a dot uh, of a guy becoming like his dad, like wardrobe and everything. Oh yeah, that's well, I mean, funny. it's like any. Like you like, like what's that commercial? Which is it Geico? It's like the becoming your parents thing. It's yeah. when the guy finally starts dressing like his dad and he puts on the Nike monarchs. You know, he puts on his t shirt and he tucks it in. It's a classic. I've seen it before, but it was really funny. I could probably find it. Did you send it to the crew? No, I sent it to Rich because that's what's happening to him. All good, man. All good. Saul Goodman. So, by the way, you watching or what? No. Really? Saul Goodman? I'm almost caught up to real time. That show does not get enough enough credit at all. All right. Um, we can move on. We can move on. What do you what do you want to get to next? I'll send spot the picture in a little bit. I can't find it. I have a story about a Snickers bar I wanted to talk about. Oh, please. Can't wait. Let's hear all about it. A story about a Snickers bar. I know. You put one in bed and tried to convince Jordan that it was a turd? No. A grumpy. A grumpy, I mean. Sorry. Is it a grumpy? It's kind of a hard story for me to sort of explain because I don't completely understand the whole thing. Okay. Have you, ever seen, have you ever heard of that joke where like you slip a little chocolate in between your girl's butt cheeks in the middle of the night and then she wakes up and thinks she shit herself? No. No, but that sounds really awful and that. funny. I think that's something you would do, Spock, because you and your you and your wife like don't like, like joke those, about pooping. Just stuff. like one of those little like you know like little uh, cubes of chocolate. Like play, you could even, oh, you could even take a little piece of a Hershey bar and just slip it in there. I don't play duty and then games. the heat will melt it. And then in the morning they think they shit themselves. Richie, he plays a lot of duty games. That's why. It's crazy. Look at you, weirdo. So did you send me the photo or the what's the story? Oh, the article. Yeah, I could pull it up for you. I could send you that. Mauser also sent this to me yesterday, but it's been a viral thing for a few minutes. Um, so there's always been a joke. There's been an inside joke for years about the dick vein in the Snickers bar and how that's the best part. Yeah. Vein is the best part? The dick vein of the Snickers bar. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the best part. I've always liked it. The dick vein. It's weird. The, the funny part is I eat it. You lick it, don't you? <laughs> I just thought that was weird. I was like, Kavina, why are you licking your Snickers bar? So now there was a person who made a totally fake article, like a satire article, wrote a story yeah. just to get the right wing people fucking ballistic about like, this is ridiculous. Oh, just to see if they'd take the I bait, love this. Right? So they're like, and, and and I'm pretty sure like Tucker Carlson really did do a story about the dick vein. I think that's true. That's where it gets confusing because we've seen the meme. I think you've seen the meme of Tucker Carlson saying, you know, something about they've removed the vein from the Snickers bar. But what happened was it was all satire. It was all bullshit. And people took the story and did run with it. 
It was all misinformation, but it was fake news. And it became this big outrage based on a fake article that this person wrote out there as almost like a joke. Like, yeah, like people get so fired up about things that they shouldn't care about. Like, I bet you they'd even care about if they took the vein out of the Snickers bar and look at and everyone did. did. Yeah, it was was proof. It was proof. If Snickers said we're taking the vein out of the Snickers bar, I guarantee there'd be people that get mad. That's my understanding of the story. (laughs) Dick vein. This what is it? Meet the shit poster. The guy that this yeah, this so juniper is his, his account. This guy wrote a fake article about what is it? Spot scroll up just a little bit. Uh, he he started a right wing moral panic about the snicker dick vein. Yeah, and it, and it went to like great lengths where people like believe it's, it. He says, "Is incredible." What are they going to do next? It's ah! incredibly easy to create fake news. It's re- actually ridiculous. So yeah, he went. He posted about. He t- tweeted a doctored version of a news story with the headline Snickers are f- officially caving and removing the world renowned dick vein from the candy bar. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. People are like, you believe this? People, oh, people around oh, the, the kitchen. Tucker Carlson actually talked about it on Fox News. Look. And now it's a smooth candy bar. Smooth? No Look dick veins. Cancel culture, Snickers removing beloved quote, dick vein. And we've seen that meme. Like that that meme is everywhere, right? But it's all based on a fake article that someone oh, wrote just to prove. It's fantastic. And, you know, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's hilarious. But, you know, as it goes back to what we said yesterday about free speech. It's like people could say what they want. You got to be smart enough to figure out what's real and what's not. And I was related to the. I think uh, that's always been the case. I always related to the little uh, mini Snickers bars around yeah. Halloween. Um, can you imagine people getting mad about that? Like, you hear what they did today? What's what? What's going on there? Now they're removing the dick vein because these lefty snowflakes can't handle it. Fucking pussies can't yeah. even handle the dick vein. Remove yeah. it? Okay, what's yeah. next? I'll never, eat a, I'll never eat a Snickers again. I'll tell you that. Tell, well, yo, I'll tell you that. This family only eats uh, Milky Ways. No, same company. Fuck oh, that. Fuck we that are uh, Hershey's only now. Oh, we're Hershey's Fuck family. the Mars company. Fuck them taking out my dick vein. And I've always lost He's like, yes, a smooth candy bar. Now, fuck smooth candy bars. Who wants a smooth fucking candy bar? Snowflakes. They're fucking ruining it. They're ruining so the Snickers funny. bar. The dick vein's a part of it. Jesus it Christ. Is. Yeah, fuck. It's always been my favorite part. Always. I've always said that. People mad about it. You know what it's like? It's, I think it's, it's hilarious. You know, looking back now, like a, a year later, yeah. the Aunt Jemima shit, no one cares at all. I go to the supermarket. I, 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 I get I my, I get my syrup. I mean, I don't care. Life and goes you get, on. And if you're a grown-up, Spot was the first to say it. Who gets fake sugary syrup anyway, unless you're a little school kid? I like the Aunt Jemima. That's my point. It's already yeah. beginning. It but it's out. not about me. It's I already. This is hilarious. It's a picture of the the Snickers bar without the veins. It's already beginning. Oh, sorry. I just bought a Snickers and it came out completely smooth. I'm disgusted. I'm shocked. I need to be alone right now. Where's the dick vein? Where is the dick vein? Snickers are officially caving and removing the world. That's hilarious. The fact that it was a quote. Fake published article. You see the reaction? No effing way. 22,000 retweets. <laughs> 1,500 comments. 202,000 likes. And that's old. And this is the uh, like a screenshot of it. So it's probably way more now. Yeah, it became a big oh, story. God. That Tucker Carlson <laughs> meme became very popular. That's funny as hell, dude. So yeah, I look. That sort of shit travels fast in today's world. And uh, thank you. Mauser for 
reminding me you that know that uh to discuss that i'll never have a snickers again yeah me too i'm fuck that you know how like when remember like when kaepernick knee took a knee and you're like i'm never watching football again yep yeah same thing same thing not while i'm not eating the snickers I'm not ever again to this lefty softy you, you Puss- think i'm pussification of america i think i'm having uh fake sugar syrup again i need no sorry i only have aunt jemima that's right come on now i need veins veins only so that's the story there hey spot i have another I, funny one i uh I sent you just one good before and after. And then, uh, you know, I have a story for you. Another trend on social media that I, I, I'm curious if you think is funny or not. Is it the before and after? Before and after cool, the living room. I thought cool the sculpting? Li- oh. uh, of cool sculpting. Yeah. Look at my flanks. I think it's shrinking, by the way. I think my, my little flabby gut is sh- shrinking. That's why you spent $4,000. $2,400. If it didn't help shrink your gut a little bit. Well, it's supposed to take time. It's supposed to take like three months. And so I feel like it's already starting to. You're, nice. you're reacting. That's great, though. I mean, what's the alternative? It didn't work and you're fucking aggravated? I just thought it would take longer. I love it. That's great. Um, uh, the in, the interior one was a good one. The before and after of the last, what would you say? Almost. So we're doing interior? Almost the last year and a half of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of miss this version. The original <laughs> was, house that Sarah and I so bought. so charming. The original house we bought had blue carpets, a step down into the living room. No doors in the back, a window, popcorn ceilings. Yeah, by the way, keep in mind, this is like the realtor's photos. It looks glowing and charming here. It did not look like that in real life. No, I mean, it was like glum and dark. Yeah, like and glum, glum and, like, and dark. Yeah. And there, was, there, was no, uh, there was no furniture. It was the, just all very the, like, See that wall to the left where the piano yeah, is? I'm the sure. wall was separated into two. Like, props to, I, I'm not even going to give props to you, Rich. You know, you did a lot, but like props to by Sarah way, for, for having, having the, vision. the vision that... I, that I could not have. I can tell you that. A fact. Yeah. That this, see this doorway here? Yeah. That's photoshopped. That's not real. It's not that big, right? They photoshopped that in. That hallway drills, we made the doorway smaller, but there's more space in that foyer area there now. Spot. Now, if you're not watching, we're just showing the before of Rich's house. Yeah. For, for people not watching, it has wood, pa- everything in the house is wood paneling like the 80s or 70s. You saw this piano, right? The piano's in the garage. We don't know what to do with it. We I'll want to it. donate it somewhere, maybe like a little no, kid's school or something. I'll take it in my, in my, um, my next house. But that, there was like plastic. Those were like faux bricks where it was like two steps down into the living room. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. st- took a step down. Unnecessary paneling and those, see on the right spot, that those like wooden bars. Like what is that? Decorative? It's a little for your uh, entrance. You put your keys there. Yeah, but it's like, this is a lot of nothing. I'm sorry. And... <laughs> No, no, there's a pool in the backyard, but spot a window, a little window, little so windows. little window. So we took that the before, and this is a, this is a, a recent just picture of the living room. So we went from, so this is like a, this, so you're standing where those bars so yeah, same were. spot. Yeah. No, you're slightly off to the side. You're slightly. Yeah. Low. Well, you're closer, I'm standing behind where those bars are. Yeah. You're standing like where the bars were. But yeah, that's, we're talking a completely different house. Like that was the last year and a half of transformation. The fact that Sarah Go saw back to the original again, the fact that Sarah saw the vision to be like, all right, let's, let's not only that, there was a big gigantic fireplace, fire middle. brick fireplace in the middle of all that, that separated all the rooms. So, so, yeah, that, so Rich was standing like right here. Yeah. Probably a little back spot. Like, like yeah, right, yeah, here, right like there. Taking that photo. So taking the photo from there. Now you see, instead of that like one here, little window here, here on the other side. Yeah. It was like a half moon fireplace. 
Yeah, it's like it's it was just so oddly placed. So that's quarter, that's what we bought, and that fireplace was monstrous. It was beautiful. Though. It was one of the biggest oh. fireplaces I've ever seen. I wish in I could. House. I wish I could have picked that fireplace up and put it somewhere else because it was a beautiful fireplace. Beautiful, but you know, but, Sarah had the I'm vision. Fire, so show the show the after one more time. Spot so the begin the before wood paneling carpet little yeah. window in the back and then Rich, I give you props for Ta-da. for having the belief in Sarah's vision. I would have been like You're I was crazy. I was not. In the mindset of like, let's do a, let's do a, a flippy dip. Let's do a, uh, like she, I was like, could we get like a turnkey and just sort of like move in somewhere? She's like, yeah, but think of all the value and we could do it ourselves and with a contractor. And let me tell you, it's Sarah's, Sarah's made a few big decisions in our marriage and they've all been great ones. Like as far as like decisions, like Sarah will once in a while be like, follow my lead. And every time I do, she's fucking right arm. So good for Sarah. Um, so that's where we're at. That the last two years. So we're pretty. We're like eighty percent done with the house. So it was stressful the last two years, but I think the before and after proved that uh, it was worth it. No, it looks great. There's no way on earth we'd be able to afford this house if it was done. But they're painting the outside like all circus colors to match Rich's. Oh garden. yeah, to match my garden. Yeah, yeah. looks like one of, like uh, it's one of those tents. Yeah. Okay. Rich has constant music playing in the driveway, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Exactly. Because very busy garden he has. Very busy garden. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rich's doorbell, actually. Oh, it's Rich's doorbell. Company's here. Oh, Uncle Bozo. <laughs> oh, Gunther Gable Williams. How great to see you. Oh, how are you? Oh, it's the. I was going to be like, I was going to say the Flying Rougeau brothers, but the Rougeau brothers, brothers are, are real people. Yeah. All right. So, another stupid story that we could talk about here on the Cavino and Rich show. Oh, there was. I was going to say there's a trend on social media that I'll throw it out there before you move on to the real oh, thing. Oh, sure. Does it involve dick veins? No, it does not. It involves Elon Musk. Oh. And it just simply. Musky. Now that he has purchased Twitter. For $44 billion, there's the whole trend of what is he going to buy next? Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. It's like- no, I'm going to buy Coca-Cola and put cocaine back in it. By the way, yes. Coke trending all morning, all throughout the day on social media because of this. Because I I'm think gonna- Elon Musk actually may have tweeted that as a joke. He tweeted back. Uh, and what was the other one? I'm going to buy Doritos and fill the bags to the top. Like It's like the whole joke was, what will he buy next and improve the product, right. essentially. Like uh, MTV was a popular one. I'm going to buy MTV. Play videos again. again. I thought that was cool. That's a good one. And that's a a big trend right now. But Coke and Coca-Cola, both Coke and Coca-Cola trending all day because of this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did tweet. Like, uh, I I can't make uh, miracles happen or something. When when that was posted. The Coke and Coca-Cola one? By the way, happy National Superhero Day. Really? I wrote that down. Super Vato Hero for life. Get your Super Vato Hero t-shirt at shop.cavinoenrich.com. Are you fascinated by how many people hate on Elon Musk or do you get it because it's easy to hate the billionaire well, fucking Amber, guy? Amber Heard hated on him yesterday in court. Said she never loved him. He was just like a space filler. Oh, there he is. 
Number one, you're the number one result now. Super Vato Hero. When I search Super Vato Hero, you're the first photo. Yeah, happy, hey, happy superheroes, Dave. Bro. Super <laughs> <hero> Thank <day>. you, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Thank when you. you. And our shirt comes up. Let's see the shirt on Superhero Day. Super Vato Hero. What a day to buy a Super Vato Hero shirt. Hey, today is the day. If Miguel Miggs doesn't have one, oh. today's the day he comes should. Comes in several colors. Look at that. It comes in the colors of Mexico. Shout out to Franz for the artwork. Can also get it in a mug. Yeah, look I at think. that. No, maybe not. Super Vato Heroes. Super Vato Hero. What a great shirt. I make, Can I buy one even though I'm not a Vato? Of course you can. Right. You're just a fan of the you're a fan of the super Vato. Hero. Oh, like I support him as yeah. a, as in, 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 like, in his heroics. Like you're not a, a, a you're not a Superman, but you can still wear a Superman sign. You ever see yeah. El Supermano? Look him up. Look up El Supermano. Yeah, that's funny. It's El Supermano. It's a Superman with like a Mexican mustache and a cape, and he has oh. a sombrero. El Supermano. It's, it's, a, it's an action figure that my uncle Joey had growing up. Hola, life. Never saw know, but hey, happy uh, superhero day to Ace and Gary. That's, That's like a good dad. one, Gabe. You've had to have seen El Supermano somewhere. Is this El Supermano? There it is. See, there he is. Looks like your dad. El Supermano does look like Big Steve on a like handsome day in like '87. Yeah, can't wait to buy my first son that one day. <laughs> Isn't it true you're going to call him Supermano? So, what is it? National Superhero Day? Yeah, yeah. enjoy it, guys. Yeah. Enjoy it. Make it a good one. All right. So, any other uh, word on the Elon Musk trend? No, I, the dude, I just, oh, you know what? Speaking of, the, it all ties together. Yeah. Joe Rogan is coming out and he's saying like what Elon Musk is doing is some sort of superhero type shit. Like it's amazing what he's doing now. I mean, you there know, are like, people that love him and right. then there's people that are, are like Elon Musk. You know what it is? I'll be honest. It's again, it's always so political. Everything somehow ties back like the left is like he's an evil human and the right's like industry and Elon Musk is a visionary. Like it, I feel like it's how has it become political whether or not you like this guy? I think he's fascinating. You Elon Musk to me is fascinating. You know what else is trending? Bobby Boucher. Because Barstool in, ahead of the draft tweeted who would be your three top three fictional football players in your draft. So Bobby Boucher is trending. Bobby Boucher. You know what happens uh, on draft day by the way? That uh, terrible picture of Kevin Russell Costner. Wilson and his ex-girlfriend always resurfaces this time of year. What about the picture of uh, Brett Favre wearing like cut-off jeans Brett with, with like a big cell phone? That, that Baker Mayfield reenacted, that resurfaces. But there's, there's a famous picture of Russell Wilson getting the phone call and his at-the-time girlfriend was there. And you know what, though? It hurts my feelings because you see in her face her pure love and joy and excitement for him mm -hmm. that's all you want out of your partner to well, support they, and they love you up, that uh, did the they way. end up married did she get anything out of this deal but like to <laughs> how think, have i yeah never seen oh this bro photo. it's the worst it's the worst like i bet you russell wilson cringes every year because he's like oh no this photo is gonna fucking happen again Three. russell wilson's girlfriend at the time two and her face one how have I never seen this photo? Uh, you know it's, what? Uh, it's I'm so not bad. as from, I know it's spot, but I agree. It's not as popular as it should be. How I see it every I year on draft day. Every year I see it. So, you know, she must, I feel so bad for she her thought, though. She, she thought she was in it for the long yeah, haul. Yeah, and then he's with Sierra and his life yeah. is completely different. Oh, but, like, but that's pure. I like his little Caesar like, like, haircut. Um, like she's Elation. she's all in it for him in that photo. Yeah. Well, like that's beautiful, no, but she's she in looks, it for herself too. And she looks terrible. If you want to play a fun game of Kavino and Rich Katar. If you oh, oh, congrats. Ah Looks like she's gonna bite his arm. If right? you uh, if you want to play a game of Kavino and Rich could somehow talk about anything and tie everything together, Russell Wilson 
and Sierra in the news for two things. Number one, actually three. Number one, people love that draft photo, so it's sort of oh my viral God, again today. Fantastic! It's a bad photo. It's fantastic. Number two, I think they are now the owners, correct me if I'm wrong, of the most expensive house in the state of Colorado. They bought a mansion in, in Colorado now that he's a Bronco, and I think it might be the most expensive house in the state of Colorado. So Russell Wilson and Sierra making their self at home. And they went to go see the president. I and Dante Bichette had the... Uh, most no, Andreas Galarraga used to have, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Not Ryan Walker? You did it! <laughs> yes. We're gonna be rich! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And he, it, like, it's embarrassing for everybody because she got nothing out of it. She's so excited it hurts. I feel bad about it. And then people think like, man, Russell Wilson used to date a guy. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> that shit was funny spot. Uh, well, hey. Um, oh, you know, one more thing about Russell Wilson. Then I have man, so, many, so many thoughts uh, jumping through my fucking big empty yeah. noggin. <laughs> Russell Wilson and Sierra were waiting to meet the president. I guess they were in the White House for some charity or something. And people are saying, man, Russell Wilson is making us all look bad. Oh, man. Because... If you go to Sierra's Instagram page spot, if you go to Sierra's Instagram page, Russell Wilson knows like every word to her songs. And he's like sitting there all proud of her singing along with her while she's just singing. And everyone's like, man, is Russell Wilson just like a perfect dude? It's good dude. It's like the second video in spot. They're just know. like, ask his ex-girlfriends. Yeah, she feels about it. Yeah. Sure. Russell Wilson. He's like, yeah, there he is. She's singing and he's there singing with her. Text. Like, look at Russell just fucking jamming. I thought you were gonna say Sierra's in the news for doing her uh, touchdown celebration dance. Did you see that? Oh, that's pretty good. You don't have to find that spot. But, but Sierra and Russell Wilson in the news. Rock on. Rock on. Yeah, she was doing a touchdown dance the other day. It went somewhat viral. So thanks for all the feedback, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for rocking. We are Cavino and Rich. You know that. Check out the brand new Behind the Velvet Rope. I'll sing songs for you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Russell Wilson must hate that photo every year. Sierra must be like, he probably loves your ugly ass ex is in the news again. They probably love it. They probably laugh at it. I bet. Oh, it's got to be great. I would have that framed. Or I would have a. Oh, I would have it commissioned like the uh, the. What's the name on the on the sticks that you have? The canvas print you have. Oh, the uh, who's the guy, Kavina? Oh, Edgar's fall. Edgar, I would have Edgar's. I would have it like painted by an artist. Edgar's fall. Like Edgar's. I would have it done in paint and have it hung. Well, in somewhere in my house. Got a message from house. one of our listeners. Let's call him Mike W. I don't want to give away anyone's personal information anymore. <laughs> But Mike, appreciate you, man. Anyone who listens to the show supports us in any way. I appreciate you. True that. Mike W. said that he and his wife got in an argument the other day. Nothing serious. Like in a debate. Like a little debate. Oh. Out of a sign of respect, 
Would you automatically call a woman who appears to be over the age of 50 Mrs. instead of Miss? Or do you call her Ma'am? Then he, ma'am. Has, other, he, has, other, he has other options. Like, this is a weird argument. Who cares? Uh, I was raised to call all women, regardless of age, Ma'am. You know, if you, if you approach a woman, it's Ma'am. How do you address her? Like, Miss sounds like, thank you, Miss. Ma'am, um, I think really? I see ma'am. Thanks, think, ma'am. If I'm uh, on a like, customer service yeah, call, you're never gonna thank call you, ma'am. a young person ma'am. Yeah, the, well, the whole joke is like, the whole joke is, the whole joke is when you call like a younger woman ma'am, she's like, oh dear, do I look old? Like ma'am does insinuate. That's why he said over 50. Yeah, if you're an old bitty, ma'am is good, but like. Uh, ma'am, which is short for madam, would you refer to a young lady as madam? I would say, excuse me, miss. Miss is the answer. Has like a young dude at the store called you Mister yet? Hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. No. Um, no, but I. I think the answer is simple. We can move on. It's it's Miss. You don't. You never assume Misses. Misses and Miss. Misses is insinuate you assume she's married. Miss is fine. Excuse me, Miss or Ma'am. Your mom working at Lowe's. Uh, If someone goes up to some guy out. Excuse me, Ma'am. 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 That's what I'm saying. Miss. Ma'am. I don't think you could get offended by either. Hey, Miss. Thank you, Miss. Sounds odd. I would never say thank you, miss. Thank you, miss. Would it be miss or ma'am new booty? I miss. That's the difference. I, That's miss new I found booty. You. Ma'am new booty. Ma'am. The woman at Lowe's who says have a great day and thanks for shopping. Oh, thank thank you, ma'am. you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. There's your answer. There it is. Uh, so over the age of 50, you, you nailed it, Spot, without even knowing it. So to answer our buddy Mike's question, I found you. Miss New Booty. That means you're a young Miss. woman. Miss New Booty. The woman at Home Goods. Thank you, ma'am. The woman on customer service is like, You have a good day now. Can I help you with anything else? No, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. I say, anything I say, over I say, 50 uh, or in that range is ma'am. I usually say, Thanks, soul sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to a man like, who hey, looks sister. like a ma'am? That's the question spot. What do you? What about a man who looks like a man? Uh, buddy, it's old pal, ma'am. Do you it's say ma'am. sir, or like what do you? How do you address that guy? If there's a guy at a, a game, a Gameco or Funko Land, wherever that was, it's GameStop. Ma'am. If there's a guy at a GameStop, but he looks like a fifty year old woman, how do you address him? It's another tough question. The answer. The answer is. But by the way. I love the ma'am you're about to play, but it, uh, honestly, as far as a real woman goes, if you're at a store, yeah. I'm at Ralph's, and hey, where's, uh, I can't find the uh, oatmeal. Oh, it's an aisle four. Thank you. Thanks, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am. It's, but even if it's a young woman? It's a young woman? That's weird. I'll just, honestly, I'll just probably say, yeah, thank you. Same. If it's probably. older woman, I throw in the ma'am for respect, maybe? I don't think I ever say miss. Thank you, miss. Thank you, miss. I don't think yeah. I ever say that. Miss. Unless I address something. Oh, that's Miss Johnson. Oh, Melody's teacher, Miss Applebaum. You notice that? Is that a trend yeah, with? Is that a, in like preschools and stuff? You need Applebaum. It's a it's a trend where they usually call the teacher Miss, but their first name. Yeah, like Miss Jackie. You know who else? Miss Rebecca. That? Uh, respectful Hispanic women. Mister Steve. Mister Steve. Oh, Mister Steve. Mister Steve. Yeah. Hola, Mister Steve. Hola, Mister. Did you say hi to Mister Steve? Mister Steve. So Mike W. Mr. To Steve? solve and resolve your debate, young woman Miss. Mister Steve. Older woman, ma'am. Yeah, older woman, I ma'am. wouldn't say Mrs. I say young woman. You don't even say anything. It's like, you know how like... I'm with you on that. Now, right? sometimes you don't really... You know how like your in-laws, like sometimes people say, what do you call your in-laws? And you're like, you know, I never really called them anything. 
Yes, Mr. Steve. Sometimes you can get away with not. Like, hey, where's uh, the oatmeal? Young girl, it's in aisle four. Thank you so much. I don't need to say Mr. Ma'am, but if it's like old bitty, like it's an IO4. Oh, Thanks, thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. I'm with you. That's kind of how if I it's, If it's someone it. you think could be your mom, how about that? If it's someone you think could be your mom, ma'am. Ma someone your age or younger, nothing. I'm like, bam with the ma'am. All right. What if it's a dude? I'll give a guy like, thanks, bro. If it's an older, older guy, thank you, sir. Older guy, thank you, sir. Younger dude, hey, thanks, bro. Home Depot. Hey, where's the light fixtures? Oh, right there in the middle. Hey, thanks, bro. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir buddy. or bro. Sometimes I get, I'll say buddy a lot. Hey, bud. Or, hey, thanks, pal. And thanks, pally. Jordan says that sounds a little condescending sometimes, <sighs> which is never. Prov. Which is never the intent. I'm like, hey, thanks, buddy. Not a lot of people say that, though. I think I have a bromance, by the way, at Emmy School. Really? One of the dudes. Uh, now that's one a story. Of, one, one of the dads. No, like, one of the dads and I are palling around because we always do the same time pickup. And seems like a cool dude. And I'm like, what's the next step? I can see what's happening. Well, what's the next step? I can, I don't know. Uh, like Emmy's, golf, golf and stuff. Emmy's fifth birthday is coming up. Top, top golf. Do I invite some, do I invite the kids from the school over here and the parents for a little barbecue for Emmy's fifth in May? No, I mean, I, I mean, despite popular belief and the pictures that are painted and, Hey, I'm probably to blame for that sometimes, but I would have dinners with other parents often. It was nice times. You know, you connect with somebody, your kids are friends, they're nice. You know, hey, you go out to dinner one night and then you actually make it happen. We started chatting one day. He was wearing a Syracuse shirt and I'm like, oh, Syracuse, I went there. He's like, I, play, I played football there. I'm like, you played football there? What year? And I'm like, I think I'm way older than you. He's like, yeah, graduated. He graduated like 10 years after me. Well, fucking cool guy. We're he's like, yo, what's up? Are you always give me bro hugs. You're the old dad. Oh, you're the old dad. I mean, he's thirty. He, he, he's a young, cool brother. And <sighs> him and I were talking about winning time yesterday. Like every time we pick up the kids, him and I are always pulling up at the same time. And the small talk has turned more into like, instead of like hello, now it's like, yo, you watched last week's winning time? That shit was dope, right? Uh, and him and I just, and I'm like, and I always see Emmy playing with his son. So now I'm like, they definitely got to get the, like the birthday invite, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. not a question. Yeah. That, well, first things first, I pop up freaks all the honeys, but you, yeah, you invite the kids to the party, but eventually it could be like, Hey man, why don't you come by for a drink or a barbecue or, or why don't we go out to dinner? I, I yeah. with my ex would go out to dinner with other parents, like just double dates yeah not not in group settings so if i did that shit then i'd have to say yeah that's the next step if you think they're nice people yeah and your friends and your kids can be friends with their kids yeah i you know it's uh you remember human human was a great dinner in with fact, i'm friends with human on facebook another guy lawrence i would i had dinner with him and his wife like out and about yeah uh at least three different couples i had dinner with and even at their home uh, so yeah that's uh it's a, it's new territory for me, sizing up who uh, who I think is like a cool person. It's interesting. You're right because you see you meet people your age and some of them connect with you and other people. But you gotta like, watch out. Like you, I'm not saying you're bad at this, Rich, but sometimes you are. Like you have a filthy mouth. Yeah, you do. Like you'll say like pussy in front of like yeah. Sarah's you'll mom. start talking about like yeah, big and asses in front of like Sarah and like looking taints. 
You say dick a lot yeah. in front of like professional people. Yeah, you're gross. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, but he Rich feels like you get away with it because he's got a cheesy smile. <sighs> yeah, oh my dick, oh <laughs> my dick. I think if you're gonna bruv it up with this brother man, like you don't say, "Yo, winning time." You see that girl's titties? Like you can't like that shit does not. I didn't, fly. I didn't, say, I didn't say titties in front of. Uh, I'm just saying I can titties. see you, but maybe I will next time because you have this smile. Like, I can say titties, right? Yeah, you said titties. You don't talk shit like that with other people, even if they're cool young parents. Like, yeah, you definitely said titties. Or you don't talk about the yo. Did you see that mom's ass? Oh snap, Miss New Booty. Who's whose kid is that? Who's whose mom is that? Like you don't play that. My That's wife. never crosses those lines. <laughs> never. Yeah, exactly. Classic. Never. Davis. Classic. Always Dickie. lead with your Eddie Haskell politeness when it comes to dealing with other parents. Yeah, you yeah. know. You got it because you. I'm you, stating the obvious, but Rich no, has a no, filthy man. No, you Nicole. Nicole uh, like you, but everyone is. It has sticks up their ass. Nicole and I have talked about that, where you have to size them up. Like you, you can't, you can't talk about that shit until never. you can't talk about the stuff until you realize they're on the same page as you. I don't think I've ever crossed those lines. Not those lines. I've met but once you realize you what, what, once you realize like, throw it up you know what it's like it's like, like uh, man, it's like fucking ass on know, it's like it's like uh, smoking Whoa. weed or drinking or anything like the minute you realize someone else is cool like if you're at a party and someone's like yeah I'll get an old fashioned then you're like all right this person drinks so like I can have a drink someone makes Agreed. a weed reference you could be like all right I don't have to like you 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 size up how they are right Agreed. Someone makes a any type of sexual dirty joke. You're like, all right, they're not a prude. You size people up. You don't that you would insinuate that you keep your guard up permanently. Just think That's certain lines friends. should be crossed. Like saying, like I'm giving you a little example. Rich uses the word like dick and pussy in front of his in laws. That's some shit I'll never do, no matter how comfortable I am. No, no, no. I have a relationship with people that I, I'm always going to be myself. I'm no, not going to hide. That, that's. I am. Being, that's inappropriate. It's not hiding. That's as being. It's wearing a different hat. That's all. So I wouldn't talk that game in front of another parent. You don't know them that On well. A, uh, no, I, yeah. Which is why I haven't done it. I'm saying if I if you create a relationship with someone and you're like, all right, I'm really bonding with this person, then you see where the relationship goes. You're not being vulgar right away. However, if you hang with this person quite a bit, like. If my dad probably saw the same dad at Little League for a couple of years and they're all kids in the neighborhood and people in the in the in the school district. I don't think my telling. dad ever said any fucking slip or the old Brajol, am I Whoa. right? Oh, without a doubt. My dad no played way. my dad played poker with no some of the way. other dads and they played they would yeah, you're out of your mind. You're, I think you're. I think no, you're not right. realizing. You don't, you don't cross those lines. Especially maybe you you, maybe this, Vatos don't. Like you said, this guy was ten years younger. He, he might be part of the, like the weenies generation Certainly where they not. Yeah, they don't, he's a little offensive. We don't have boundaries. My, I don't operate in boundaries. You should. I don't. Rock on! I'm pulling out my penis, but I'm Dickie not going to. above the law. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't deal with uh, boundaries. Above the law. I don't play by rules. It's, called, it's just called being polite and respectful. Have you ever made an off-color joke around others that didn't care for it? How did you deal with the fallout? Oh, I have a great story. Where keeping it real went too far. It's not oh, me. It's when not me. Keeping it real goes wrong. Oh, that's it's my not me. Hold segment. on. I, I gotta find this. This when is fucking keeping great. Keeping it real goes wrong. When keeping it real. I, I have the. Kavino totally forgot, and I'm gonna show him, and he's gonna say, "Oh shit, that was funny." Hold on. Hold on. When keeping it real goes wrong, and you're gonna be like, "Oh shit, that's right." So, 
All right, hold on. You're going to love this, but you're going to love this, love this, love this. When it comes to other parents, I am completely polite. In fact, I size up the other teachers. I wait for the other te- I wait for the teachers and other parents to say something to me before I ever go there. I'm not saying you're not polite. I'm saying that you have a dirty mouth. All right, one of one of Emmy's teachers at the preschool. I love. Let's call her Miss Rebecca. Miss Rebecca, I'll talk to her small talk while Emmy's still playing with her friends in the playground. And she'll be like, oh, "Are you watching uh I don't know. Better call Saul?" Yeah, I am watching my wife for loving it. Are you caught up? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, uh, Kim Wexler. What if, if she's like, what a fucking mess or something. I'll be like, I, you, you take the lead. I let the other person go a little vulgar, vulgar first. And then I'll jump in. Does that make sense? No, of course. I've had a teacher straight up hit on me. He's like, I hope I'm not crossing any line. I'm like, you are, but it's okay. I don't play. I, but I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Hell no. Uh, that's why she crossed the line. So, when keeping it real goes, I, I have a great when keeping it uh, keeping it real goes wrong. I love that segment. So my buddy Chris Siri, inventor of Santa's enchanted mailbox, who might be my most hilarious inappropriate friend. Like I mean, this he might be More my funny than hilarious. He might be my most inappropriate friend. There it is. <laughs> outside of you guys, like Chris is fucking hilarious. He's the guy that I went to high school with that was always the funniest kid. I'm inappropriate, but at the right time. Yeah, that guy has. Zero boundaries. My buddy Siri is the guy that is like a successful sales guy, but the reality is he's a goofy goon who should be probably in the entertainment industry. But he's a successful sales guy. He went that route. But he never lost his childish sense of humor. He might be the only person that I know more immature for a 40-year-old than Steve Covina. My my list of immature 40-plus, Chris Siri, Steve Covina. Yeah, but he's like next level. Like Steve Covino is like, good, uh, he jokes about like, you know, butt cheeks and stuff like that. He like does things that are just highly inappropriate for a man he's of his vulgar, age though. to be doing. He's vulgar. Yeah. He's vulgar. Like, yeah, like, if, like he'll, takes, he'll Photoshop like a vulgar picture of he'll, Rich, fo- he'll Photoshop a, He'll Photoshop a dick on my face and right. then send it to all of our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care because I like his sense of humor, but I was like, like he's the, he's the 40 year old that still takes upper deckers in people's toilets. Right. Yeah. He, he admitted that. He, he is the ultimate jokester. So he's very involved with his sons. His sons are big time little league kids like we were. So my buddy Chris is constantly dominant. He named one after me. Dominic, Mason, and Christian. He's got three beautiful boys. Dominic. And they are, all they're obsessed Dominic. with is, uh, who's the, what are those guys that do like the trick little videos? Like, oh, this dude, trick shots. dude, something. Oh, dude, perfect. Yeah. Dude, perfect. Like, his sons are the typical, like, boys that, like, play sports, fart, and do pranks. Like, his sons are, like, mini hymns. Like, like, hey, what are we doing today, kids? We playing a prank on someone? We farting or playing baseball? It's like, Cycles never do you broken. mean, like, your dad? Like, 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 my friend when he was a little kid? So, he's in, very involved in the Little League because he's a super involved dad. They had to do some pipe work. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he made a joke about that. I've laid they back. had to do some pipe work at the Little League field in his hometown. Two nights ago. So Spot, I sent you two pictures. Call up the first picture that's not photoshopped. They had to dig into the baseball field and all the parents are like, what's this? What's going on with the baseball field? So there's a group text of all the parents. Right. Of I'm ashamed. There's, there's all the parents in the Little League. This is a story of oh. there's a time and a place. 
so, ashamed. So my buddy Chris, your, vo- your math was up there. I know. I'm so my buddy Chris sees this on the Little League field. It's a patch of like, looks like the grass had to be dug up because they did some pipe work for the sprinklers or something, right? Like, oh, the field looks messed up. They're like, what caused this? What is this? Because no one knew if it was like piping, an animal. Did someone run a truck over it? There's a big patch in the, little of the, in the middle of the baseball field missing. My buddy Chris hits up the president of the Little League and all the parents on the group text and goes, oh, I think I know what caused it. And this is what he sent everyone. <laughs> Fucking black dude. The naked black man. The naked black guy. He sent this to a group chat. Yeah, and, what, 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 and the wood. Big long, you know, the, the big the, long of patch of dirt is where the, junk. where the pipe was installed is his junk. So Wood, the black guy that sits on the edge of the bed, my buddy photoshopped him in and sent this to all the parents. And he goes, half the dads were like, LOL, hilarious is that. But two people like, Chris, it's a little inappropriate. It's like, what type of nerd parents said that? I mean, what I mean, type of nerd right. parents? I mean, just for safety measures. Like it's a little league chat. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but it's other parents, other thirty and forty year olds. No, you're wrong, I'm sorry. dude. I'm I think sorry. it was. I, I don't. I wouldn't have you done could, it. I think it's. I if it was like us, I would laugh my ass off. But you gotta read the room, bro. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Rich, sorry. He's say, Rich he's, has no my, no. I'm sorry. I, I think, didn't do this. Do my, I think that's funny? No, but you're defending yes. it. You're Spot, defending my it. Buddy, do I think my, that's funny? Yes, but there's a time and a place for my, that kind my, of funny. My buddy Chris. That's what I was telling Rich. My buddy Chris, his no, theory was. Shame. My his theory is. Don't, def- don't defend this. But hold on. I'm just telling you what his theory was. His theory is. There's like 10 to 15, 30 to 40 something year old dads on a group chat. What 30 to 40 something year old dad wouldn't find that funny? What fucking nerd wouldn't be like, oh, that's funny? He goes, the, the person that says, oh, Chris, I don't know, that's, that's not cool. What what nerd would when, say that? Honestly, he was, he was put in his place immediately. But then he said, every, other, from dad, a guy, every other dad DM'd him, like, yo, that shit was funny. But from a guy who really had no reference to it. The guy didn't even know what the fuck it was. He just thought it was inappropriate. And he was yeah. like, how can anyone in this day and age not even know what that is? And then he explained to the guy, oh, it was, you know, this famous thing during the pandemic. Everybody saw it. Like, what a nerd. I'm sorry, I was just trying to thought it was funny. And he said that the guy had a better understanding once he explained, but still was like, yeah, probably not the best look. And then Chris was like, well, how, did, how, did he, uh, how did he miss that for two years, though? Because you deal with kids, man. You're, you're dealing with kids. Did you see what the Little League posted today? Little League takes a, a strong stance today. Their post. I follow Little League. I'm a big fan on social media. Their was big stance was... At Little League? Yeah, today on Instagram. Look it up. Their whole mission was at we Little take a child abuse seriously. Like So, you know, we as, we, we as parents have a responsibility. About we see smoking. a kid who's, who's being treated, you know, poorly. It's our job to... Make note of this and let authorities know. I agree. I agree that it was inappropriate, but I do so, at the same so my time. My point is for an organization that takes things so seriously because it involves children to make that joke is funny amongst pals. We know it wasn't someone from the, it wasn't chat. someone from the board of the Little League. It was the matter. dads it, in the neighborhood. No, it was. It was one dude. The, yeah, the guy that runs the Little League. Like, who runs the Little League? I mean, who runs the Little League? So like you someone's the, dad. You think that this? guy who runs the Little League wants to be associated with something like that? You knew, run, you knew who ran the Little League when I was a kid? One look of my friends' dads. Dude, look at the Little League mission statement. Read that post from today. Reporting child abuse is a critical piece of being a legal That's Little today. League volunteer. Be sure to know the national and state specific laws surrounding reporting child abuse boost 
abuse. Hashtag child abuse prevention month. You guys are I'm not saying that hashtag thriving what families. Chris is doing has anything to do with child abuse. But what I'm saying is for, organi- for an organization that takes a lot of pride in protecting kids. He was a text message to other dads. Who are involved right. in Little League. Who, would you, who, who do you know that would be offended by that? That's different. No, that's a good question. Bro, because how are means, you not seeing the difference? No, no, I agree. But tell me who you know that would be offended by that. No one. Because you don't roll with nerds. It's not true. But Barry would be offended? Would Gus be offended? JC in Kentucky you, might be. Really? Listens to us every day would be offended by a fucking joking. And there was not even a penis in it. It was like a... It was... I, I just... You don't do it's it with strangers. Bowling league. You don't league. do it with strangers. But the reality, though, is the, who would be offended by it? The a re- fucking yeah, nerd. But, okay, I wouldn't be offended, but I would. I would know that it's all, it's out of place and off color in this setting. I don't know you, Spot. I'm asking you. I wouldn't take that chance. You, I wouldn't take I, that chance. I'm with you. In I'm not sending company, it to us. No. I wouldn't send a dick. Uh, not. It's not even a dick pic. I wouldn't even send a vulgar possible joke to parents at any school that I didn't know. But I'm asking you. Who do you know that would be offended by it of all your friends? And, be, uh, and don't say your mom. Probably not. No, no, one. no one, right? Yeah, it's Gus, funny. Barry, our buddy Mike, it our buddy. It's funny, dude. Our buddy Chris, our buddy, everyone. We wouldn't, no one we know. Your brother-in-law, your sisters. No one would be, everyone would be like, huh, even, it's probably some nerd or super religious person. And that's why you got to be careful. That's all. I agree. You got to be careful. That's it. But I thought that was when I, keeping it real goes oh, wrong. It was funny. Know, it was definitely funny, but yeah. You never know. I'm telling you, like... I don't know. I would never it's want just, him to change. He's like, just, that's what makes him, you know, that's what makes him. He him. felt a little deflated after that, though. He admitted it was a fail. Did, did you? Oh, yeah. That? No, he's like, oh, yeah. He felt bad. He felt yeah, dumb about it. Could, yeah. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how I feel personally. You, it's You're in a group setting. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, I have a. Sorry, bro. I can't defend that at all. Since we're talking about kids and stuff, let me give you. And let me I give you funny. Let me, funny let me give you a, like a twenty-second dad life update because I feel like you would find this funny, considering you guys always joke about Ben, my son, being like Bam Bam, like a little fucking menace. So every day when Sarah packs his little lunch for preschool, kids packing. Uh, she puts a photo of uh, wood in there for the teacher to see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Funny. She. She ta- oh Ben's banana. She uh, uh, attaches wood at the end of the banana. So you can't she- time my twenty second story when you guys were talking. I see you with a little timer. I can't say twenty, 20- 20- seconds. Yeah, but All I can't right, say twenty second story. And okay. you guys, you guys didn't even let me start yet. And then be like twenty <laughs> seconds. You guys were talking. I want to see. I want to see how boy. long a twenty second story really is. That's all. Well, if you guys were talking, it's going to be very long. You guys always joke about how Ben's a beast, little Bam Bam. He's yeah. a little menace. So every day, Sarah has realized. Every day Ben gets home and Emmy comes home. She got like two bites of a sandwich left, a couple cheese doodles, like maybe like one or two strawberries. Like Emmy will be like a regular kid and have like essentially a couple things left over. Yeah, it's wasteful. I get mad about that, but it happens. Yeah. Oh, no, you're half a turkey sandwich, three cheese puffs and two strawberries. So she decided to 20 seconds way up. Ben will always come home and his lunchbox looks like my plate at a restaurant. Like, like well, clean. Before you finish the story, you could minus 30 seconds from Rich's story. Okay. I walked in today and Emmy's eating breakfast like a little kid, like waffles. Or little or oatmeal or waffles, like all yeah. 
Ben was sitting there with a Tupperware. What the hell is that? I said, Ben, are you eating potato salad? He's eating chicken salad for breakfast. He's, like, he won't stop eating. Like from a deli, like a whole bowl. Did he it. go and get it himself? I don't know. He was eating chicken salad. Dude. Mayo all over his face. <laughs> and I went to Emmy. I said, chicken salad for breakfast. And she just went. She's eating waffles. I have the Emmy, same, Emmy's, I have probably, the same thought. Emmy's probably having a little mini mouse waffle and, a, and some oatmeal. And she's got, like, look at this guy. He's got to hit his protein macros. Spot. Ben <laughs> comes home and Sarah's like, I gave. No, I'm not even joking. Parents will know what I mean. We gave him. I'm not even joking. She ate dino nuggets. Vegetable straws and some berries. Comes home every day empty. The teacher pulled us aside the other day. Um, he's eating other kids' lunches. Isn't I, he? We got to talk. He's doing a lot of pinch and rolls. We, we got to. I, I just want to tell you something about Ben. It's it's not a big deal, but like, oh, what did Ben do? Yeah, Ben took a grumpy. Finishes his lunch, and then goes around eating every other kid's lunch. He just won't stop eating. Oh, it's like yeah, it's like dad. Yeah, ben sandwich. will go up oh. to other kids and be like, sandwich, oh nugget. Oh, oh, does he is, he, oh, does he take his finger and lick the inside of other people's bowls? Yeah, he at eats a table? the uh, ramekins of uh, everything. Rich, does he sure. do that? Because yeah, in public. Yo, he and he talks about eating ass because Rich does it with the parents. Yeah, in the yeah, no, yeah, playground. yeah. Playground. What's next, ass? Let's eat ass. I'm gonna have to get a. I'm gonna have to get a tenth job when Ben's in high school. This kid, yeah. People talk about how like teenage boys just eat out of house and home because they're not just, even teenage boys, dude. When when kids go through that growth spurt, like Jordan made a comment the other day that Melody eats like a high school linebacker. Food is growth and fuel. And she's, you know, I wanted to be like, hey, slow down, but she's like 100 percent right. Yeah, like I, Melody the, eats like a like a well, they're like, like a high school linebacker. They're burning it's, so much food. Yeah, to and they grow. Yeah, it's like, yo, chill, Melody. Is, is, uh, is, is Ben going to start stealing lunch money one day? <laughs> Give me your lunch money. That's funny. But yeah, I just thought that you guys always say he's a beast. And I, we got confirmation that he sort of is a beast. He's taking all the other kids' lunch food. He, boy. But it's not like we give him a little bit. Sarah will be like, all right, I'll give the kid extra. What two-year-old has eight dino nuggets, a side, and, and a dessert? I mean, he's a little growing boy, I get. Damn. It's He's only going to get worse. I told you, man. My In my prime of like growing. Yeah. You're not going to believe it. But remember, my dad was a vendor, mm-hmm. right? So there was soda and candy everywhere. I would come home so parched from high school. After football practice, double sessions, this and that. I would drink a full-on six-pack of ginger ale. Pretty disgusting when you think back, but yeah, you told me you'd be like, and then eat everything else in sight. Anything that was there, I would eat. When I was a kid, much much like you, I remember drinking six cans a go on my way back from school after playing probably baseball or doing some activity. By the way, your your story took almost five minutes. That's fine. That's fine. So I uh, wasn't twenty seconds. When I was a kid, every day after school, my grandfather would stop at the deli for us. And God bless him, because now I look at it, and I'm like, he wasted so much money. Every day, I'd get like a Snapple or two Snapples, like cupcake, hostess cupcakes, and like dipsy doodles every day. And I'd be like, a teenage, you know, preteen boy, you're just eating everything. So it has already begun. Ben is uh, eating, every, eating everybody else's lunch. Yeah. He did the baby boy. Did the growing boy. 
So that's hey. what you want, honestly. You want that? I sort of want that. Yeah, it's kind of what you want. From like I son. told you, when Ben was born, sandwich mine. Oh, I told you, when Ben was born, my scariest moment was when we didn't know if Ben was a boy or a girl. We waited. By Remember? the way, it seems like he's eating anything. He's eating chicken salad. Just wants to eat. Like, it, it looked like it, it was like mayonnaise. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was just dipping his hand and ch- eating chicken at seven a.m. Yeah, Sarah took out the chicken salad <laughs> to make Emmy a sandwich for lunch, and Ben's like. <laughs> So he's open to eating new shit. Who knows? He might like, there's a lot of, you know, different ethnicities in the school, right? Yeah. Probably eating all kinds of different foreign shit. Yeah. Ben likes sushi now. But he is, uh, he's a big boy. Ben like beans. But, but my scariest moment when, when Ben was born, we, if you remember, we didn't do a gender reveal. We didn't know. We wanted to be surprised. Ben like Persian so food. When Ben's about to be, to be delivered, the, the doctor, the delivery doctor said, uh, God, look at the shoulders, like a linebacker. And I was like, oh my God, please be a boy. So it's a big boy. What are you going to say? Yeah, Lisa brings up a good point. At least he's eating actual food, not junk. Nobody eats all day, though. He does eat donuts. You know those little chocolate hostess donuts? Yeah. It's all, it's like his shit. I mean, you know what, though? Little boy, we did the same. Yeah. Kids burn it off quick. That's the thing. Yeah. But kids can't police themselves at all with that shit. No. You know, you got to give him like, I gave Melody her Easter basket. And I even said, Melody, don't eat everything at once. Dude, that basket was done like a day. Yeah. Like everything in it. Yeah. So you need to chill. Chill with that. So, Ben. Well, Ben. Growing boy. Ben. Next ben, thing you know, in my belly. What's, what's going to happen when Ben like has a food rage and he like just eats everything? No, no, no. He goes to Rich's garden and just starts tearing shit out. <laughs> like just. He does. What happens? Ben food. Ah, he starts doing his like Hulk stomp. Ah, fuck that's garden. I eat ah, dino uh, nuggets. Uh, ah, dinosaur. And he's just ripping shit out. Oof. What's going to happen when that happens? Oof. Is Ben like not allowed to stomp in your garden? Does he know that's the no-no zone? No, he has to, slap, right? Slap him. The no-no zone. That's oh. the no-no zone. Uh, ben like colors. No, 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 not the whole. No, no, no. My roth, my uh, pansies, no. Oh, my pansies, they're <laughs> perennials. Yeah, that is pansy. Pen <laughs> like pansy. No, you don't. No, Stay no. away. I'm going to go in the yard and Ben's going to be like holding it like he's going to have killed one of the bunnies on the house. You're going to eat now. Oh, <laughs> sorry, nice. buddy. That's the oh, boy. Life I of being a, a dad of a little boy. There you go. Well, moving, moving along. That's my dad life update. Oh, and one last note Ben's about gonna, the... Ben's uh, going to be picking up the car and throwing it at the flowers. One last note about the kids at school. By the thing. way, not to, not to sound sexist, but both conversations tie together. I think if you have a camaraderie with a dad of a son, you could get away with more in your bro-y conversations. Yeah, no, you're right. When yeah. you have a dad, when you're the dad of a daughter and you're talking to another dad of a daughter... You're coming from a different place. Yeah, it's like a like creepy perspective. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree 100%. So there's something to be said about that. And, a, and another I've, thought I had when you go to the school. By the way, I've been in the, uh, this has been in the, um, in the driveway. There's Ben. There's Ben. Yeah, there he is. Happy National Superhero Day. Me lost dino nugget. Looking for oh. food. Under car. Under car. <laughs> he, he, if you're not watching, he lifted the car to look for his dino nugget. Ben food. 
Super Ben. Super Ben. Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Um. Oh, one last note about the kids, and then I have a Pete Alonzo clip spot you need to play because I want to know if you love this or hate this, okay? I mean, the Mets lead the majors in getting hit by pitches. So, by, yeah. by like a long shot. They double the... It's like 3% of the players have gotten hit or whatever. Mets have doubled that, 6%. It's unbelievable. And 19 batters this yeah, but, season yeah. have insane. been hit. For the Mets. And Pete Alonso had a response that some people are like, well, that's a bit aggressive. And other people are like, fucking, I love it. So we'll get to that. Next so we'll get to that. But uh, I don't way, want to get all eye rolling here. As I got the Yankees matinee going. Oh. I don't know if you have money on that. Man, I, I didn't touch anything today. Yankees matinee on a Thursday. So um, you brought up this point before. It's so wild to think how when kids are young, they are not affected by the world yet. And anytime there's a kid that's shitty or sexist or racist or anything, it's because their parents suck. Because when you see these little kids play, they don't even, they can't, they don't care about the difference of skin color, boys, girls, this, that. They just want to play with other little kids. And honestly, it's the parents that make kids shitty. It's so obvious. It's more obvious than ever before because I think my daughter, when I see my daughter playing with all kids of different backgrounds and races and everything, I'm like, yo, I don't even think she knows or notices and then you realize it's parents and their shitty influence that make kids bad. Like dogs. Like dogs. dogs. What does that mean? Saying like there's no bad dogs. There's just bad owners. Kids well, I mean, there are some dogs that are a little more aggressive than others. No. Nah. You think a pit bull and owners. a chihuahua are the same? Okay. It's all about. It's all about. It's nurture. It's nurture versus nature. But it it is just pretty wild to see how kids don't even. They don't even like. It doesn't even register. Kids start to get to a point where they notice other kids getting favoritism, though. So resentment could subliminally start building there. Like, why does little Cindy get all the little lead roles? Not anymore. Now it's the opposite. Now it is. Yeah. But I'm saying that, you know, they start piecing things together sometimes on their, on their own. But for the most part, Rich is right. It's the parents that create these shitty... Like dynamics. Dynamics and their friendships. and But you know what? It's not even just the parents anymore. That's my issue with the schools pushing a lot of the stories that I don't think need to be told at an early age because it separates the classes. I don't even want to get into it. All right. Well, cue up this Pete Alonzo clip spot. And on Throwback Thursday spot, you have not mentioned once my Jack the Whack old school Z100 I shirt. Gave, I gave you that shirt. You did. Found it in Z100 you know, storage from the 80s. I think I'll fit into it now. I don't think you will because I don't fit into it. No. It's, like up my, it's like a belly shirt on me. That's why I'm glad we're sitting down. Uh, my cool sculpting. Slender. Me on a throwback Thursday, 1975. Ali Frazier, super rare shop. Taking it back. I was just a little tadpole in my dad's scrotum sack. 1975, throwback Thursday. And why do I wear this? Because I'm looking for my rival. Rich is, Rich is my partner. He's not my rival. Who's your rival? Because every Ali needs a Frazier. Is that every what Oreo needs a Hydrox. Every Coke needs a Pepsi. Every Mars needs a Hershey. There you go. I feel like the uh, that would be more like a Coke and uh, RC Cola. <laughs> so Pete Alonso did not get hit by a pitch yesterday, but you pointed out the Mets got hit by more pitches. 19 times. 
19 times. Double the average of anyone else. The in next the team MLB. in the league, I believe, has like half of that almost. Like just over 10. So cool it, this transition. video is wild because you, you see at the... Of all people to get tossed, like Pete Alonso gets in the scrum, as they call it. But three guys pull him from behind. It's one of the coaches of the Cardinals. One of the, co- like, one of the coaches. Like were, sounds like you were in the early 2000s. <laughs> in the early 2000s. Three guys pull him from behind. Pete Alonzo gets pulled from behind spot. Stop it. And sort of made him mad because he's like, yo, if you're going to, if we're going to be in a little fight and there's something going on, I think it's pretty lame that three guys pull me from behind. Stop it. <laughs> Sounds like Rich in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s. On the low version. In the early 2000s. Yes, sir. But. Take a listen to Pete Alonzo, and some people think they love it because, like, yeah, I love how sure this guy is of himself, and other people are like, all right, Pete Alonzo, slow down there, buddy boy. Take a listen after the game. Play. Getting domed up isn't, isn't fun. It's obviously not safe. It's, it's dangerous, and there's consequences, whether it's on purpose or not, and we're going to stand up for ourselves, and I'm totally for standing up. Uh, I'm not just for standing up for myself. I'm I'm totally for standing up for teammates. But kind of what happened today, it just didn't make sense. The ball wasn't even close. Um, it really wasn't close. And I mean, something got started for for no reason. It wasn't even close. I know it's a five run ball game, but like we're we're trying to come back. It, to me, this the whole thing didn't That's even scrum. make sense. Again, I got pulled from behind. Actually, Genesis Cabrera grabbed me by the back of the collar, and then then he just uh, ripped down, and then the coach just kind of jumped on me, and I thought that was kind of kind of cheap going going from behind. I mean, I mean that's if you want to if you want to pull me back, if you want to restrain me, go at me like a man. I totally understand because I'm a big guy, I'm a big strong guy, and he his obviously the manager wants to uh, have protection for for his team and, and his staff, and I totally get it. And for me, like I'm a big strong guy, they don't they don't know like my temper, they don't know what I could do. I mean, if I wanted to put someone in the hospital, I easily could, but oh, I was just awesome. out there trying to protect my guys. I like it. I, I mean, love it. I, I mean, know why? I could put someone in the hospital. Hold on, I'm going to say I'm a big strong guy. Well, he is, dude. He guy. might be one. Of, he it, might spot. He might be one of the like. But the coaches are trying to also protect little, the star player and keep little, him out of the melee. Yeah, but, but that's a that's an inside high inside pitch spot. That's not that didn't just miss his head. That's a that's a ball. I thought it was cool. I like Pete Alonso's swag. Remember, keep this in mind. I th- I think I said it wrong, but here's the Mets have been hit double anyone else in baseball 19 times this year and then thrown at and hit in the head. Their star players have been hit in the head. Pete Alonso has been hit in the head, hit in the head. Francisco Lindor has been hit in the head, in the head. Okay. He's I the polar. He's the polar bear. Pete Alonso. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I believe the stat was the Mets have been hit by pitches 0.6% of the time of all the pitches thrown mm-hmm. 0.6, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's double the average, which is 0.3%. Yeah. So they're being hit double. So Daryl strawberry has come out and said the Mets have to charge the mound. The precedence has to be set. Yeah, like that, the '86 Mets yeah. got wild, if you remember. Yeah, like the, 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 now, the Yankees. Bl- someone uh, needs to charge the mound because it needs to show that. Hey, and by the way, there's a great the, clip from Jim Brewer. Did you see Jim Brewer yesterday? No, let's see. Let's see. Oh, Jim. yo, spot. Please go to Jim Brewer's the, uh, Instagram. He's like the Yankees I've Red had Sox. Enough. The Yankees Red Are you Sox. Scared of the Mets. He's like. The Mets have to do something to retaliate. I do not condone violence, but you gotta 
stand up for your you team do. or else you, you just keep getting hit and keep why is this happening like i said dal strawberry said they have to retaliate they have to charge the mound and if they're going to throw high and tight at the cardinals so be it people keep throwing at the mets people keep throwing at the mets and yeah. you know what they're 14 and 6 maybe it is cuz they're good best team in the national league some would argue right now without jacob degrom when when degrom Dude, comes back they're playing solid Oh, I'm sorry. Yankees uh, matinee. Or as I, as I see it, the Yankees mat manatee game. Are you, I always think that too. Every time I see mat matinee, I think it says manatee. It's the Yankees you, manatee game you, of the week. Are you watching a game right now? No, i just checking the score. So, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer paints the perfect picture, actually, if you could find it. He's like, yeah, I'm all fucked up about the Mets. Why are they? Uh, Mets got to do something. Mets got to do. They're getting thrown at at a crazy rate. That's the story. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's yeah. uh, Jim Brewer. I'm telling you, he said it perfect yesterday. If I don't, I'm surprised you missed it. That's it. Yo, let's go. This is really exciting. This is really exciting teams. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was on his Instagram. There's some really exciting teams in Major League Baseball right now. I would say, hey, like the Yanks and the Blue Jays. You got a good rivalry there. The Angels and Mariners look like. It's it's a national story. The Mets yeah. are being thrown at. Is it this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, listen to it, Rich. You'll love it. Yeah. Do the pitchers, certain pitchers on the Cardinals, certain pitchers on the Nationals, certain pitchers, do they just suck? Watch. This is great. Because I can't believe how many times Mets have been hit. In the head. In the head. He looks like he was hitting the head a few times. He's mad. And whether right you're now. a Cardinals fan or whatever fan, don't give me a nonsense. If, you, if, if your star was beamed in the head twice this year already, another one of your stars beamed in the head three times in one month, you'd be pretty pissed right now. And I'm not even mentioning how many other ball players have been hit on the Mets. 19 Does times. Does this league yeah. fear the Mets? Are you pissed because you can't beat them? Are you pissed because you can't strike people out? Or are you wild? Because if you're that wild, maybe you shouldn't be in the majors. Either way, something has to be figured out. Yeah, because you just can't continue to throw balls at an innocent human being just standing there trying to play a game. But because you can't handle the pressure, you feel the need you need to throw up and in at their head, head. Serious. Well, let it play because he's like, I don't condone violence. Well, but, we get the point. But he does say retaliation is well, is next. The. Uh, and Daryl Strawberry also says that's what has to happen. There's, they have to charge the mound or something. The crazy part is it's it's all going to go back to the fact that last year the league was so worried about players using that spider tech, the sticky stuff spot on the ball, like the grip. So now they've gone the opposite where on these cold nights, I've heard players refer to this and Ron Darling, who's a Mets announcer, who's a, you know, played for the A's and the Mets. You mean the that, star of Shallow Hal? Star of Shallow Hal. Ron Darling, super handsome. The handsome Ron, Hawaiian guy. You've heard that on a cold night without any without any sticky substance, it's like almost it's like throwing a really heavy like brick. No like nothing on it. And by taking away that 
sticky, the, the spider tack, they get no grip. So they're saying the major leagues, the major league baseball has to come up with an improved league-wide accepted sticky substance because a lot of these balls are saying are just getting away from the pitcher, which if that's the case, you, know, you might've caused more trouble by taking away the spider bait, spider tack or whatever it's called. Spider sticky. It's a problem. Jim it Brewer, is. is he an insane person now or not? No, because that's what he's saying. He's angry, but then by the end of it, you see him smiling. He's like, keep kicking ass, New York Mets. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, you see him all excited. You got to love it. Brew. He's a good dude to us. Yeah, he's great. Um, Spot, I sent you another story. Oh. And uh, has nothing to do with National Superhero Day. By the way, again, happy, happy, happy day for you. Supervato hero. Supervato Super hero. hero. But there's a story about, let me pose the question first. Could it be that a young hottie, young hottie boom body with a booty? Young hotties. Is this what you talk about with the other dads at the playground? Yeah. Check out What's those, up, other dads? Check puss? out tits. What? No, I would never. got some sweet tits. That's when you talk about your gardening. Talk to the one of the teachers about my gardening, and she seems so disinterested. And she's like, "Want to talk about uh, a, but, a butts or something?" So, there's a story about there's a story about whether or not do you think a younger hottie could genuinely, genuinely like an older doofus. Like, I know Al Pacino. I'm not talking about Al Pacino. But like, like, Al Pacino's 80, and he's got like a 20, 30-something-year-old hot girlfriend. Don't mind if I do. There's a story, though, that was in the New York Post today. Spot, I sent the I sent the thing, and it has to do with... hua. I guess the headline is more about... They can until it gets toxic. Then Amber Heard the, calls the New York Post. My man. much older man isn't a, quote, sugar daddy. He just gives my life stability and security. And I just wonder, like... I can know this. The chick. whole idea of like, she looks like Mila Kunis a little bit. That's that what it is. There's this hot younger girl who's like, yeah, I'm with this older guy, not because I'm a she sugar baby, but because nothing like Mila Kunis. I thought the picture on the right spot, she has like a little Mila Kunis eyebrow thing, eyes she going. She has. I find if you don't think so, that's fine. Yeah, bro. Watch your tone. I'm a big strong guy. I mean, really, I'm a big strong guy. I mean, guy, I'm so. really, I'm a big strong guy. I can so. be in the hospital if I want because I I'm a big strong guy. I'm a big strong guy. <laughs> I love so that. that's the kind of guy you want on your team. I'm a big way. strong guy. I you love know, it. Fight me like a man. I'm, I'm a, a, I'm a Pete guy. Alonso fan. Yeah. I am. I hey think Pete, great. you just what, remember that like, a couple Polar years ago? Rare, Pete, remember a couple years ago, Pete, you won the home run derby. Yeah, I'm the best power hitter in baseball. I mean, I'm a big I'm, strong guy. I'm a big strong guy. I love that. So this girl's with this old dude, and she's like, it's not a sugar daddy thing. It's I like the life and security, but isn't that the definition of what? Sugar daddy is like older like guy that you're not necessarily attracted to, but he's giving you a secure life. Isn't she describing the whole relationship between a sugar daddy and a sugar baby? Old dude, young hottie. He gives my life stability and security. Yeah, that's the definition of sugar daddy, sugar baby. No, am I wrong here? Am I losing my mind? She's not saying that she likes him for the things that he could buy her. The stability. Is that the, the same security thing? in life? I don't know. I'm just trying to find. Isn't a she just wording a different spot? 
My much older man is in a. She's saying I don't like. I'm not. I'm not in it for material things. I think. I, I just like the stability of being with an older man. Yeah, I but think there might be a difference. I there. think. I think sugar daddy is strictly like money transactional. Like money you're hot. Tra- I'm old with money. Yeah, and and maybe I'll tickle your balls uh, every so often just to make you happy, so the money keeps flowing in. I think she's actually in a relationship with this guy and appreciates the stability that being with a, someone with money provides. Mm. There might be a difference there. that's what I'm asking you. I could be wrong because my thought originally was my quote, my older man is not a sugar daddy. He just gives me stability and security, which stability and security is the attributes a sugar daddy would give a young girl with nothing. Hey, I'm 23 and I have nothing. He's 50, 60 years old and he has money and a house and a 401k and security. That's why are what? I mean, I'm a big, strong guy. I could show this girl a thing. Isn't just, isn't this just being worded politely? Big strong. I don't know. What, what's, I could see the difference. My much older what man. Says, what says our listening audience? Is it the same thing? I don't know. If she says. Is she using him for material? She oh, says, a lot of times she younger says, women will be like, I got my own money. It's like, do you really have your own money? Or Bo's cash isn't important. He's already sh- he is already showering her with lavish gifts, including a $175,000 sports car. He makes sure I'm taken care of, comfortable, and don't need anything, which is big for me. I need that kind of stability and security in my life. Yeah, this is all bullshit. It's He's a sugar the daddy. definition yeah, of what she's saying bullshit. she's not. I love this older guy. He bought me a sports a car. blackjack player. How, how do I become a wealthy He's a wealthy I made professional gambler that bought her a sports car. He has a beautiful home and millions of dollars, but it's not the it's not a sugar daddy situation, Kavino. You know what it is? It's a... He gives me stability he was situation. My first and only Tinder date. They met on Tinder. Come on, we bro. fell in love come on, within an hour. Broski, come on. He's old. Uh, I'm a big strong man. They have similar vibes. I'm a big okay, strong guy. She did say and they're he, in love. Does she really love him? We're like mirrors. Our energies mesh well together and we even eat the same things, which is crazy. Oh my God, you like pizza? Oh so do God. I. I love chicken fingers. I do love you like chicken nuggets. fingers? I love them. Oh, by the oh way, my God, you eat kale? That's so crazy. Oh my I God. eat kale. Wait, hold on. You like Chick-fil-A? I like Chick-fil-A. And oh you have money God. and I love money? Oh my God, we have so much in common. Oh coming. my God, we're like the same person. It's like I'm looking at myself. Do you like going to Vegas because you gamble and I like going to Vegas to shake my ass? We're so, so similar. Oh my God, I love I ex- really expensive jewelry and sports cars. But do gold diggers, this is crazy. Do they love the guys that they're with? 23 and 63. Their age difference. If you're trying to tell me. I'm trying to find the loophole. I, I, know. I, I agree with you. I, and I'm not trying to be like the cynical asshole that's like, yeah, she's using them. But let's not make it seem like when she goes, I like the stability and our situation. You know what that situation is? It's you're young and hot and that's what you bring to the table. And you know what he is? Old and rich. And that's what he has. And no girl that wasn't about the money would ever even accept a $200,000 sports car. Come on. Oh my god, you lo- If you told me they were titties? if you told me I have titties. Oh my god. If you told me Camino they were humble if if they, if they came from like humble backgrounds where the guys like, "Yeah, I'm just a regular middle class guy and she, so is she and we uh we just bonded." That's one thing. But when he's a millionaire professional gambler that bought her a sports car and bags and goodies and le- pampers her, Thanks. she can't say, "I'm with him for the stability." Do you mean the money? He has a five-year plan. <laughs> Don't die. 
When are we going to make our millions? I guess me. Uh, I played the Powerball last night. I lost, so you're, we're out of luck for now. Oh, my God. You drink water? I drink water. We're like soulmates. We yeah, have, so we have much a nice uh, meeting on Friday, so maybe our millions are closer oh. than you think. You know what? Hey, there you go. Meeting on Friday. Oh. Right after our Twitch show. Millionaire meeting. Millionaire <laughs> meeting on Friday. There you go. Ain't that right? Can't we? And, uh, you know, let me throw one more thing at you, Spot. I just want to show you the picture of my favorite couple. Don't throw it at his head. Jim what? Brewer's going to have a fucking... I mean, I'm a, big, I'm a big, strong guy. Just be careful where you throw things. Yeah. Well, what if, what if I throw you? You're big, strong. What, what are you I'm capable big, of doing? I'm, I mean, I could murder you if I wanted to. No, you could put me in the hospital. I could, sorry, I could put you in the hospital. No, I hospital. could murder you. I could I'm put, a big, strong guy. I could put you in the hospital. I could, tear big, you, I could tear you apart with my bare hands. I'm a big, big strong, strong guy. guy. Um, I, put, I gave you a picture yesterday. I just want to put it on the screen and ask Kavino what he thinks of this without even giving him the story. By the way, one more thought. Yeah. All relationships are somewhat transactional. These people are happy together. Let them be happy together. That's true. That's why I'm gonna. I'm not gonna judge them other than just with you guys. Like I don't. I live the, live your life, but I just don't like that she's making it seem she's like spin, she's trying to spin it. So yeah, it's I think not, that's what bothers like, me. If she was like, yeah, I'm young and hot, and he's old truth, and successful, we bond. There's the spin. Yeah, like if she was, the spin. Spot. If she said if she was like, yeah, he has money, and I love money, but I still like him. Yeah, that's, if she said, okay if she said I really bond with this guy. We have a connection. He's old and rich. I'm young and hot, and it works. And I do love him. I'd say, yeah, good for you guys. But the fact that don't, she's like, don't oh, this has not. This is not even close to a sugar daddy situation. It's like, don't, don't pee on me and tell me it's raining. That's what I've always said, Spot. Don't pee on me. And you know I don't like golden showers. Just pee on me and tell me it's pee. Eh. What was your other story? I said, there's a picture I have. No that. shit on my bed and tell me it's the Yorkies. Another thing. Huh? Eh? Mm. Oh. No, be, but I want you to talk as for titties. Oh, can I? Yeah. Hey, oh my God, you must love me. I love your money and you must love these things. Just put okay. your mouth, put, put, it, put them right here. So what's the last thing? Rich got that itch. He's playing Powerball. I don't even know what that means. I uh, I saw that it was like half a billion dollars, and uh, I was like, you know, I'll play, I'll play a couple bucks on my uh, way home. I need it to be at least like eight hundred thousand. I uh, I mean eight hundred million. Sorry, I, I saw that and I said, you know what, I'll I'll play. What the hell, you know, you, you, you know, dollar in a dream. Eight hundred million or bust. Why not? Give it a chance. Two bucks. Why not? Someone won in Arizona, by the way. So, if you're the person that won in Arizona, remember how much you love us. Oh, it's uh, Daniel Javier Fitz in uh, Yuma. Yeah, he bought the band O Town. Nice. He actually, yeah, bought them. <laughs> He they, now has him singing. Nonsense. They wake him yeah. up like yeah. in uh, like, uh, Coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the band. Um, so, Spot, I sent you a picture. Let's end with this. There's a picture of a couple that I want, I want to know what Kavino thinks it even is. Tell me about this couple. It's yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Sorry. I thought it was the other story you sent me today. Give me a sec. Where'd it go? What I'm do you think? To see if there's oh, anything sorry. else I wanted to share too. What, do you, what do you think of this guy, Kavino? Got it. Okay, got, got it. it. Take a look. Yeah. Right, What's right. your thoughts on this? I'm about to move my mouth real quick, but hang on. Okay, so my guess is this dude is one of the first to marry an anime person. Is that a real person? No, no. It's a he married in like a virtual anime character. That's my guess. The funny part is I saved the picture and I can't find the article. <laughs> But the article had something to do with this guy married a fake thing, like a, a an avatar. 
And apparently he's unhappy now. So it just proves that even when you marry, like marriage is so hard that even when you marry, fucking imaginary avatar, he's like, yeah, it's not working out. <laughs> Please try to find spot. I tried to find it, but I'm like, where did I find this picture? But the, the headline he, he was. He now wants out. Like, like irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Like she's not the avatar I met oh. uh, you're like a year ago. He thought she'd be different. Turns out she's a pain in the ass. Yeah. She's oh, a I pain mean, in my, my ass. Oh. That's, that's the line I was thinking about the other day. Did the Mel ever? Gibson line. You're a pain in, in my, my ass. ass. That's, that's just how you feel. Sometimes. What if I kidnap you? <laughs> that's, um, that's the Mel Gibson line. Have either of you seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl? It's, a, it's like a kind of a disturbing movie, but it's interesting. Have you seen it? No. Lars with uh, Ryan Gosling. No. He's in love with the, or is it Gene? I always forget. It's Ryan Gosling. He's in love with the real doll. No. But no. even the even the fact that he has a, a full-on relationship with the uh, real doll, it's still, the, the relationship still has its troubles. I'm serious. Really? Well, like, give me an example. Like They, like, fight about things. How? Like, with a doll, with an imaginary. Because he's in love with a doll. But then he develops a relationship with a real person. And he's, he starts to feel bad. And then, like, something happens. I don't know. She dies. I think she dies. She dies. The doll? The doll dies. What was that, it was, what was that movie? I'm going to throw, Lars in the I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something at you. Let's see how good you are. I feel like Kavina knows it, too. There was a movie where they created a fake pop star, and then someone was accused of killing her, but it wasn't a real thing. Was that? The movie with Al Pacino. It was with Al Pacino. They, Simone. Simone. They created a fake pop star that the world loved, and oh, someone I thought she got killed. That and was someone, a while ago. Yeah, that was an old one. Man. Yeah, it was a hologram singer. That's what it was. Simone. Well, hey. I do remember that. Just know that we're so living in a world where people are even having trouble with their fake anime wives and girlfriends. So everyone's got relationship issues here and there. So don't feel oh, bad. Wait. Is it that her character went offline and now he can't get her back? Is that what it is? No, I don't think that's it. I think they're just having trouble. He's like, yeah, it's not working out anymore. So Johnny Depp shouldn't feel that bad. No, it's normal. Normal behavior. Like even this guy and his doll can't see eye to eye anymore. Is this it? I think this is it. Oh, yeah. Japanese now struggles to connect with her. Computer since it was toured with Lady Gaga and starred in video games. Oh, she's a celebrity. It's a fake thing. Let me see. Let's see the story. Uh, so there they are. Japanese man who married fictional character in 2018 now struggles to connect with her. Yeah, they married. They've been married uh, four years, and he's like, yeah, I got the four-year itch. Uh, he found love, inspiration, and solace in Miku. 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 I bet she texts like this. Miku. Miko. What is he over it? He's like, yeah, I need, I want to see other avatars. Like, um, what is like? How he wild? Found comfort in Miko in 20, 2008 after bullying at his job. This guy never get would never get bullied. Yeah, uh, bullying in his job sent him into a spiral of depression. Yeah, I wonder, people, if, the, people I wonder like this. if the doll started calling him worthless. <laughs> you have a small penis. Uh, You're a doll. You have little penis. He was able to interact in twenty seventeen for the first time thanks to a gate box which is a $1,300 machine that allowed device owners to interact with characters via holograms and even unofficially marry them. Yeah, this guy's um, a weirdo. People like this, you know what? Uh, it goes back to that Sebastian Menescalco clip from back in the day. Years ago, people oh, like this just go. 
Now, years ago, people like this would just lived in their basement and they fucking re- thought they were weirdos. Now, there's, the internet has allowed weirdos to find other weirdos and well, they after, make weirdos. After four years of marriage, four years, his relationship with Miko has hit a roadblock, but he also has added that it hasn't lessened his feelings for Miko. Miko. He told Minichi, Minichi that his love for Miko hasn't changed and he plans to be faithful to the fictional character until he dies. Fuck out of here. Hey, you married a doll. Fuck out of here. Oh, you married a doll. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's beautiful. She's fake doll. Fuck out of here. spot for Rando News. Wow. Uh, uh, Thousands of fictosexual people. Fuck out of here with that. That's the new term. Oh, fuck out of here. In Japan have become become similar unofficial relationships with a variety. The world's done lost his mind. Get the fuck out of here. Anime figures. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, some of them are hot. I can acknowledge that. But. I don't want to end on that. Anything else you want to end on? NFL draft tonight? Are you going to watch it all or no? First couple picks? Like Russell Wilson's uh, girlfriend? Yeah, let's let's all take note of the happy girlfriends that are not going to be there. My favorite clip, my favorite clip ever. Well, there's two. There's one. Was it C.D. Lamb whose girlfriend was like grabbing at his phone? Yeah. And then, oh, we'll never remember the name, but do you remember the one player whose family like pulled his annoying girlfriend away? It was a Steeler, wasn't it? Oh, there were some good ones, but you know what? We'll go old school at Russell Wilson right there. Just take note of all the girlfriends in their life at the moment. The girls that think their life is about to change, but maybe not. Yeah, sad. There's so much going on in that picture that upsets me. (laughs) We've made it, Russ. We did it. (laughs) Yeah, but she's genuinely happy for him. Yeah, which is nice, but it's a terrible picture. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't she marry him or no? I don't know. I forget that how the relationship went. But also, I know he's with Sierra now. Have you considered changing your deodorant? Ah, oh yeah, maybe it's Russ's deodorant. Sniff my pits. I'm in the NFL. What does that smell? Oh my god. So, oh, hey guys, tell oh, your friends rancid. about our show. Enjoy the uh, NFL draft. Uh, What's tonight? Wednesday night. Put your arm no, down. Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, we'll be doing a free Twitch Friday tomorrow. Nice. So we'll see you tomorrow. Free Twitch Friday. Tell your friends who don't subscribe to check us out for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I completely implore you, if you need more today, I did a Behind the Velvet Rope yesterday that I'm kind of proud of. It was kind of fun. So catch a Behind the Velvet Rope from yesterday. Enjoy it. Leave a comment and be part of the writing process. Tickle Sack is back. I don't know. When does the, uh, what time does the draft start tonight? Maybe, uh, maybe I should do a, Behind the Velvet Rope, watch along for we the should. first round. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Google it. I remember uh, we did it that one time. We did it, but we got like we got five. Remember, it was Trey Lance's year, and I got all pumped when the Niners yeah. chose Trey Lance. But effed by, oh, the, by the way, uh, YouTube. that was last year, Rich. Zush hits the song says Russell Wilson and that woman were was married it? and divorced. That was last year. It was our Patreon. We, we, it was on Patreon, and we've only been doing Patreon for a year. That was last year. Oh, shit, that's right. Oh yeah, that I feel like fun. that was two years ago. I feel like oh, that's right. Trey Lance has only been a Niner one year. Duh. Now he's going to be your guy. Yeah. So who hey, knows? Thanks for our Texas blue bonnet, wild seeds. I'll, I'll plant those I'll right now. I'll figure out who it is. No, I want some of those too. And thank you guys for listening to the show. Tell your friends about it. Remember, free show tomorrow. Send the free link to all your friends tomorrow, please. Yeah, let's get it going. Let's, Friday let's, tomorrow. let's get a few extra thousand people tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be nice. I mean, please just send 
our free link to anybody, anybody. as many people it's, as possible. Uh, you don't even need to. It's the rest like a, is on us. It's not like a specific link. It's that's free. crazy to remember. Twitch.tv, mm-hmm. even though Rich forgets it every week. Twitch.tv slash Cavino and Rich. I mean, that's why we do it. Simple. As much as we love you and we appreciate your support, oh, we time? do it so that other people could see it. What time yeah. tomorrow? So please share that. We'll do it at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. West Coast. Or 9 a.m. I mean, I have to take Melly to school. So if you want me to sit around for fucking two hours. Right, we'll do it at 9. I got to figure yeah. out a plan for that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it at 9. All right. 9 All right uh, behind the velvet rope tonight for the draft. I'll see you then. And, uh, how did we do that last year? Did we do a Zoom beat and they made it a behind the velvet rope? Because we were all doing it, remember? We, I did it like a show. In Spots Kitchen. Yeah, I did it like a show. Oh, I was in, te- I was in Texas. That's uh, what I remember. I ran, the, I ran video of the draft. Well, anyway, enjoy you the remote, draft. And I pulled it up like we did our, sh- our daily show. And I'm going to enjoy the uh, Yankees manatee We could do game. it again if you want. Yeah, let's talk after the show. But tonight, we're definitely doing something behind the velvet rope for the NFL draft. Cool? Perfect. Cool. All right. Um, we'll see you guys tomorrow or and tonight. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Rock on.